0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Much to talk about tonight here. Uh, Mark, you've got a zero-tolerance story that is just, well, pretty, pretty nutty. Uh, But there's also some big news about what happened at the Pentagon. I guess it was yesterday. I'm not sure exactly when it went down. We'll give you the details. But uh, another. (laughs) Apparently you don't have the details. Another violent. Oh, I've got them here. just not in front of me. I see. Uh, Another violent individual uh, enacting vengeance upon the agents of the state. And so we'll get to that. But first, an email from Dave following up on a discussion we had recently about the red lights, uh, the red light cameras that they have. Wherein the government people, essentially when they get these red light cameras that automatically take pictures of people that are allegedly running through red lights or turning right on a red or something like that, they send these uh, automated tickets out to people, and of course most people just willingly pay them. Uh, but we're talking about how apparently when they put these red light cameras in, the city government people have an, in- well, they have an incentive to lower the yellow light times. And Mark, as you pointed out, there are actually been several studies, from my understanding, that have shown, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that shortening those yellow light times is putting people in jeopardy. It's it's throwing people off. It's making it so they'll uh, slam on the brakes when the yellows are when they see the yellows, and that means that they're more likely that accidents are going to happen. Not just more likely, but it's
1: happening. Um, the, the statistics show that there are more accidents
0: at lights that they have uh, you know put red light cameras on. So Dave, up. Dave has an email to, uh, to add in here. He says, when they installed the first red light cameras in the Tampa Bay area, it was located at the intersection of US-19 and Ridge Road, which is a pretty major intersection because there's a super Walmart there and other stores as well. Not to mention Ridge Road is a mail road that goes east to west. I live just south of that intersection and wound up finding side streets to travel on so I'd avoid the intersection, just uh, thus eliminating any chance of a ticket. I wasn't or it wasn't until I went down this new route a few times that I realized more traffic may be diverted to residential side streets in order to avoid the cameras, therefore increasing perhaps the chance of running down a kid playing in the street. I've since moved and don't have to deal with that particular light, but there are a bunch that were just activated in Tampa. And now I find myself finding alternative routes to get around those intersections but I won't take residential streets because I'll be damned if I will run over some kid while I'm trying to avoid a red light camera. I wonder if anyone will do a study to find out if there are more accidents that are occurring in the surrounding areas of these intersections that have red light cameras. That sounds even harder to prove, but I, it, it, I'm, I, I would imagine it's true. How but, could it well, not yeah, be? It's, it's, what he's saying makes sense. Whether it's difficult to prove or not is another issue, but what he's saying does make sense. I mean, if you're passing through a red light, you get hit with one of those tickets – you don't want to get hit with one of those tickets again, but at the same time, you want to get to where you want to go. And if it turns out that some side street that juts off right before the red light is going to get you to the other street you're trying to get to, then you're, you're going to start taking that street just because it's more convenient and there's zero chance at that point of, of hitting a red light camera. Yeah,
1: a lot of these red light cameras are uh, are either set or they're faulty in the manner that they'll give you a ticket for s- sort of not coming to a full, complete stop for, um, you know, turning right. And nobody does that, including the cops, so it's, it's absolutely ludicrous, and it's really just a fundraising mechanism for the government.
0: So I just thought that was kind of an interesting addition to the dangers that could be posed to people as a result of having these red light cameras. Certainly one we didn't think of. Yeah. So thanks, Dave, for that. E- uh, the email there, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. The big news uh, within the last day or so is out of Washington, D.C., the Pentagon Shooting near the uh, Pentagon Metro Station, John Patrick Bedell, this from the Washington Post, whose doomed cross-country odyssey ended in a brief gun battle outside the Pentagon Thursday night, was a well-educated but troubled student of science, economy, and society who had, quote, gone off the deep end and believed that the United States was controlled by a sinister organization leading it to a new dark age, according to friends and internet posts attributed to him. We don't, we've don't. never heard from anybody like that, have we, Mark? Never. Oh, actually, no. They call on a regular basis uh, to this program. It's people that believe – in fact, we were just talking with one of them this week – people that believe that there's a shadow government. And that uh, the as if the regular government isn't bad enough. That's that, yeah. See
1: what it, what in fact this this idea is is that it, they're holding on to the vestige of the idea that the regular government and the people that work in it are good and doing yeah. good things. And I'm not saying that some of the people that working are working in the government are bad. I'm just saying that they're doing you know, bad things. Right. Well, you know, the, the, Many the certainly them. certainly the government does bad things. And they're holding on to this idea that the government's good, and it must be controlled by an evil, bad government behind it.
0: Yeah, as no, opposed no. to just accepting right. that government no, no. is evil. Right, it's, it's just
1: it's just a gang of people. Uh, admittedly, sort of normal people, it doesn't have the, the kind of crip blood gang um, effect to it. It's a gang of people that use violence to get what they want. They fly flags out front and and they make you pledge to, they make your kids pledge to them and all that stuff
0: you know, and like, I understand. Like the Crips and the Bloods they do have gang symbols, you know, mm-hmm. badges and uniforms and and things like that. But the way to uh, to deal with evil and the gov- the things the government does are evil. I don't think the people in the government are evil. I think most of the people in the government, you know, there may be a handful of evil people. I don't know, but I think most of them The super majority of them believe they're doing what's right. They believe they're doing what they need to do to have a good, well-functioning society, etc., etc. They have all their justifications. It's just my job. I'm doing my job. All of that. I believe they they are doing what they believe is right because they've never really come across any better ideas. Uh, they've never really been presented in an understandable fashion with a legitimate alternative. The alternatives that are normally presented to them are either from the Democrats or the Republicans, one side or, or from the, the other.
1: Criminals. I mean, you know, most yeah. most people in the governments believe that they're standing in the way of chaos and disorder, violence and
0: crime. And if you look at what happened here at the Pentagon, they this is justification for them i mean the guy coming up and shooting just blasting away at some of the security guards and that's not how you're going to get to more freedom it doesn't
1: mean that their their justification is correct but that's the justification they're going to jump to there are bad people in the world you know or or guys that are um you know pushed over the edge like this fella they were pushed he was pushed over the edge and i'm not to say he couldn't have been pushed over the edge by something else but he was pushed over the edge in this case by the existence of a violent gang
0: Bedell, who's 36, was shot and killed by Pentagon security guards, had recently been living with his parents in California. One friend of the family said, but had dropped out of contact after saying he was taking off on a car trip. His parents recently filed a missing persons report with authorities. His parents warned them that their son was upset and might have a gun. In recent weeks, he seemed to have wandered back and forth across the country. was stopped for speeding in Amarillo, Texas on uh, Amarillo. Uh, Amarillo, Texas. Oh, sorry. Uh, on January, it's 3rd, Amarillo, uh, and on February first for marijuana intoxication in Reno, where he was impaired, so impaired he almost fell over. Really? On marijuana intoxication? Really? Doesn't sound right. Has anybody ever known somebody who was so high on cannabis that they have, they have almost to be out there, right? fallen over? Now, if you're mixing cannabis with alcohol, then yeah. I could see that being the case. Like, you know, if you have enough to drink and smoke some cannabis, okay, you know, you could very well fall over at that point, but that's more the alcohol's doing I think than uh, than the cannabis. Anyway, we continue. So, he was stopped in Reno for that. According to the Reno Gazette Journal, had chronic mental health problems according to investigators and had been treated uh, treated as an inpatient at mental health institutions four times. We are devastated, said his family in a statement to the outside world. This tragedy is the first and only thing they'll know of Patrick. To us, he was our beloved son, grandson, brother, nephew, and cousin. We may never know why he made this terrible decision. One thing is clear enough. His actions were caused by an illness and not a defective character. Hmm. What's that mean?
1: Uh, you know, Mental uh, mental health illness? Uh, to me, I don't know what that means. I mean, I, I don't know what they're you know, what distinction they're making there. It seems to me that mental health illness is a a defect in your character.
0: I don't know. It's not clear when Bedell, thin, soft-spoken man with blonde hair and light eyes, began his journey to Washington. He drove a green Toyota Avalon, which police found in the parking garage of a nearby uh, center. A cache of ammunition was also found in the car. He left behind numerous written video and audio manifestos on the Internet. Is this a manifesto, Mark, every night here on Free Talk Live? Are we manifesting? Only if we go out and kill somebody is it a
1: manifesto. Ah, okay. Well, then that's we won't have a problem with it. Right. And if the authorities
0: come to your house, suddenly it's a compound. In an audio address, he suggested the U.S. was infiltrated by a cabal of gangsters called the coup regime after what the 19- this? After the 1963 assassination of President John F. Kennedy. I see. He believed the group was probably behind such things as the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks and the Iraq War and continued to manipulate the country up to the present day. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up absolutely anything. We'll tell you more about this guy, and uh, we'll talk about the issue here in a moment. You can bring up what you want. Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And again, that's 800-259-9231. Join us on our website. We've got a bulletin board system with over two, excuse me, 500,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about, everything from serious issues to silly nonsense over at BBS. Dot freetalklive.com. that is bbs.freetalklive.com, and Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project, which is quickly approaching 10,000 participants. I looked earlier today, it was at 21 away from 10,000. And you can go and become one of the first 10,000 if you like the idea of moving together with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. That's the concept of the Free State Project. The idea is to get together. With 20,000 other like-minded liberty-oriented people move to the same place. New Hampshire was the chosen state several years back. Mark and myself moved here uh, three years ago, over over three years ago, and it's been an absolute blast so far. Really, these are some of the best liberty-minded activists in the entire country, if not the entire world, and they're converging to the same place. We're looking to hit 20,000. The numbers are about to hit 10,000. And so if you want to be in the first 10,000, head over to freestateproject.org. Get signed up. Of course, the Liberty Forum is just less than two weeks away. kicks off on Thursday the 18th going through the 21st. That's a Sunday. And we're going to be there broadcasting live. I was just testing out all the remote equipment today, so we are good to go. Looking forward to seeing a lot of our listeners out there. You can go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. People like Andrew Napolitano from Fox News. Uh, you might know him as the judge. He's going to be one of the keynote speakers there, and there are probably a couple dozen other different liberty-minded people. They'll be speaking and panel discussions and all kinds of fun stuff. I think they're going to have one of those rant sessions where people are just allowed to get up and just... Go off on whatever it is they want to for six minutes or something like that. Those are fun. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to go to it last year, unfortunately, but uh, I think freekeen.com will be sponsoring it this year. So And I believe it's also on Sunday morning, so I will be able to attend. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Mark, you're going to be there the entire time. I have to go to the Talkers New Media Seminar in New York City, right smack dab in the middle of the weekend. So I'm so jealous I'm so jealous that you get to attend the entire Liberty Forum. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Use our discount code FTL to save 10%. That's FTL to save 10% at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Back to the story about the Pentagon gunman. Just weeks after the attack on the IRS building in Austin, Texas, you've got another guy showing up at the Pentagon uh, armed up with some 9 millimeters, apparently and just started blasting at security guards. And according to the story, uh, they've looked into him online and they found that he's got some internet postings and manifestos wherein he uh, takes – they haven't used the term yet in this story, but I've seen it all over the place, of course – anti-government viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Uh, In recent years in conversations with friends and internet postings, which appear to be his, Bedell spoke often and at length about social issues and what he saw as attacks on personal liberty – He was especially irked by criminal penalties for marijuana use, said Reb Monaco, who's known Bedell since he was a child. Bedell had not expressed hostility toward the military, said Monaco. He and his wife were with Bedell's parents as they learned their son's cross-country trip had ended at the Pentagon, where armed with two handguns, he shot and wounded two officers from the Pentagon Force Protection Agency. Bedell was then shot in the head and upper left arm and died later at the George Washington University Hospital. Police and the FBI said that he had a full beard and was wearing slacks, white shirt and blazer was in contrast to his appearance on the Internet in one one in which he is uh, extolling his invention of a stock market like information exchange. He's clean shaven, wearing an open neck shirt and speaking in a quiet voice. Bedell, who's known to his friends as Patrick, had gone off the deep end right before he left. His parents told us, according to Monaco, uh, he was intelligent and highly animated over personal politics of what he thought about of what he thought he should and should not be able to do in his own life. That's what he would talk about, said Monaco. During the last few years of his life, he had troubles with drugs, especially marijuana. Marijuana apparently is this evil, evil drug that people have uh, problems with.
1: Yeah, it makes people shoot uh, Pentagon workers.
0: He had studied electrical engineering and was very smart about and interested in computing. Then, In fact, there was another story, and maybe it uh, it shares it in this one a little bit later on, where they were talking about how this guy who allegedly believed in uh, freedom, was also pitching some sort of technology to the military. I didn't really understand that. He seems like a very confused young man. Anyway, he'd been arrested uh, in drug cases and had talked with Monaco often about drug use and why it was helpful to him. Said uh, He said that Bedell's drug arrests stretched back several years and were a source of great concern to his parents. Monaco said that he was not a person who should have been issued a medical, marijuana, or a medical clearance to use marijuana, but he was. A webpage that included a speech by Bedell and YouTube also cited an Orange County, California drug case for marijuana cultivation with a name and birth date that matched Bedell's. As well as a copy of a prescription for medical use of marijuana issued to John Patrick Bedell for chronic insomnia. Prosecutor and defense attorney listed in that case could not immediately be reached. He confirmed that a YouTube posting uh, is a pat. He confirmed that the YouTube posting is of Patrick Bedell, and that the elaborate monetary theory he extols in the piece is reminiscent of other exhortations he heard the younger man make. It wouldn't surprise me to hear him talk about devising a currency that would link back in a way to marijuana use, said Monaco. Federal authorities are reviewing other web postings and audio files to as determine... If bags
1: of marijuana aren't used to uh, make deals these days. I mean,
0: I think he was proposing it as like a national currency, allegedly, is what the suggestion is here. I see. Web postings and audio files to determine which may have been produced by the younger Bedell. Uh, his mother is blah, 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 blah. Man who identified himself as John Bedell answered a call placed to a home and said he had a 36 son named John Patrick Bedell. Thirty-six-year-old son named John Patrick Bedell, who's in the Washington area, he then said, "I'm sorry, I can't talk about this," and hung up. So this story goes on and on, but they are definitely suggesting here that this man was crazy because of pot. That's what that's what I'm reading in this story. Like this guy went nuts. Mm -hmm. He was a pot smoker. Mm. And I don't, uh, you know, let's let's say that's true. How
1: common is that? I think there's a lot more people people
0: smoking pot you mean
1: right that's not not uncommon (laughs) Um, but there's a lot of people that smoke pot there's a lot more people that uh, drink alcohol and shoot places up now admittedly they don't they don't drive across the country to do it generally but uh, you know I I would think that you'd probably even if you you went through the list of people that seems to be growing more and more every day that have decided that they're going to uh, go on a rampage against the government um, that probably more of them are alcohol drinkers than they are pot smokers that'd be a guess.
0: According to the story, as I skim down here, the shooting occurred at 6.40 near the end of the rush hour. Bedell, looking like one of the thousands of people who swarm around the Pentagon at rush hour, approached the guards without a word. As he reached into his pocket, they assumed he was going to get his pass out. Uh, He, referring to the identification card needed to enter the Pentagon, instead he came out with a gun and started shooting. He carried two semi-automatic pistols with him and had many magazines of extra ammunition in his car. Kevin or Cavill said one of the wounded officers apparently heard Biddell say something, but investigators have not yet interviewed the officer to clarify what was said. He drew a gun and started shooting almost immediately. So again, here we have another person who, at least in some ways, was very frustrated by the uh, the existence of the state and the just terrifying things that it does to people, specifically in the name of the, the war on drugs or the war on marijuana. He decided to take it out with the violent route and ended up losing his life in the process, which tends to be what happens to people that do that. But what is he left behind? What else is going to occur as a result of his actions? We can dig in a little further here and talk to you about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live, 800-259-9231. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves, bring up anything, toll-free at 800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at FreeTalkLive.com. All the features are completely free. They include archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website. You just enjoy. There's no requirement. You don't have to sign up for anything. Uh, just get them at freetalklive.com. Join more than half a million people who've trusted LegalZoom.com for their
1: common legal documents. You can incorporate your business or create a will or living trust, even register a trademark or LLC. They're empowering you and protecting you with common legal documents that people trust. They're fast, easy, and significantly less costly than a lawyer. LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save an additional $10 off your order at LegalZoom.com. Code FTL.
0: We continue here. The story, of course, and the big the big story in the news is that another so-called freedom advocate has uh, gone off the deep end and started engaging in violence. A, a guy, I guess, last night in the evening hours approached the Pentagon and just started blasting away at the guards. He was shot in the head and killed. And of course, now they're digging into the guy and they're finding out that he smoked cannabis Oh my. And that he was in favor of legalizing cannabis, and there's some other suggestions that he was so called anti-government. I want to go to your thoughts on this? Let's talk to Taryn listening in Georgia. Taryn from the LCL Report at LCLReport.com. What's on your mind tonight? Taryn? Georgia? Maybe we don't have Taryn. Taryn going once. Taryn going twice. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We will try him back, perhaps. If maybe he'll try us back. Uh, we'll instead go to the Lou Rockwell blog that has an interesting perspective, I think, on the shooting from Daniel on the blog. Telling thing about the Pentagon shooting: a couple of miles down the road, African Americans are getting shot all the time, and they're lucky to get the police to even come around and take a report. But the moment a shooter threatens the state. There's an amazing mobilization of police and paramilitary force, after the fact, of course, shutting down traffic and everything in sight for their investigation. At the Pentagon this morning, which is closed, I could see several semi-trucks with crime scene investigation labs and dozens of police cars. Lights blazing as every inch, millime- or every, inch every millimeter is combed for evidence. When we mere taxpayers are victims of a crime, the bare minimum of assistance is provided, if we're lucky. Also, funny to see the swaggering cops in the metro station sauntering three by three in the most threatening of manners. Don't they know through all their toughness and arrogance that, in fact, they failed, that is, failed to prevent a crime? Also, another update from the same guy. Gary Fiddler was in the metro station at the time of the shooting. He said to WTOP Radio, quote, we were told by one of the police officers who had a gun pointed at us that an officer had been shot and that it was a dangerous situation. So in a situation where the police get shot, they send other cops all over the place and point guns at innocent people. Yeah, it's a
1: catastrophe. Uh, And really, if it's all you have to do is see how they treat and how the public treats and how the government treats its own compared to how it treats us. And you'll see that they don't. It's not the same. These are not this is not a nation ruled by its own citizens. This is a nation with a class above. And, yep. that's, and they're part of that
2: class.
0: I think that uh, post over at the Lou Rockwell blog at lourockwell.com makes it crystal clear. We're going to try Taryn again. I think he's with us now. Taryn in Georgia, are you there, sir?
2: Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me?
0: Yes. What's on your mind tonight?
2: I'm uh, driving to Missouri's convention here with uh, Jamie. We're both in the car. And we are still arguing about this point, so we thought we'd throw it out to y'all. All and right. We were discussing on the podcast about this violence issue that your words actually promote violence. If you believe in a non-aggression principle, um, is there a point where, like, if somebody's cussing your wife out, would you be justified to step in? Or somebody's cussing your five-year-old kid out? I mean, is there a point no where way. sticks and violence?
0: stones, Taryn? Sticks and stones. Where, well, how do you feel about it?
2: I'm more on on your camp, but um, Jamie's kind of old school. He thinks that that person's initiating violence. That. You know, he wants to fight and get popped in the mouth. And I'm kind of, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, how do you, how would you deal with that?
1: Well, I think that you can, uh, I mean, you can, you can say whatever you want back if that's what you want to do. But I think that probably the best thing to do is react with love. However, I'd like to point out that whether or not it, it is justified that you could, you know, if you decide to cuss somebody's wife or kid or whatever out um or you know go around yelling the n word at black guys on the streets mm. that at some point or another you're going to get your teeth handed to you it doesn't matter whether it's right or wrong it's going to happen but how do
0: you feel about it mark i mean do you think it's wrong to uh, to do that
1: i think it's a reality i mean, i that I th- didn't answer the question i i don't i don't think it's the right thing to do to okay. punch people that say bad things to you yeah. however if you say bad things to people you're probably going to get punched at some point and that, that I'm not going to – and the tears will not be
0: rolling down my cheeks for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're saying well, you would not engage in behavior like that, though. Why would you do that? And
2: I, I think that, you know, Jamie's saying Jamie it's a cultural would. thing. Depending where you live, you know, where he's from, if you go up and, and start that, you're initiating violence. And mm. I just – I mean, to me, it's words. But in yeah. real life, you know, it would be hard if someone just cussed out your five-year-old kid. I, I don't know. How do you not use force to remove them from that situation?
0: Um, well, I guess it would but, depend on where you are. I mean, if somebody's cussing out your kid and they're on your property, then I think you're justified in removing them from your property. But if you're just on the street, uh, you're just in some other location, and they decide to you know, go after your child with a dirty mouth, then you, know, you can just explain to your son or daughter that uh, that's somebody who doesn't respect other people, and they're very rude. Or you can tell that person to, hey, Back up, buddy. Shut your effing mouth. You yeah. could do that
1: if you wanted to do that. I mean, you know, it, it's another option. The other thing, I, I guess, you know, like, I I say that I wouldn't do anything, but I can tell you I've got an anger management problem, mm-hmm. you know, and so if somebody did something like that and it, you know, for whatever reason clicked me the wrong way, it, it, it might be, it, you know, I might very well do exactly what Jamie's talking about.
2: Yeah, I, I think in real life I kind of understand it. I wouldn't be... Hardly upset, but I'm trying to move to that nonviolent principle. Same And, here. Uh, and it's, one of those, it's one of those things that you just—I just don't know where I fall under that. Yep. You know, it, it, it's it's a, it's a gray area, and I'm I'm hoping you guys could help.
0: Well, where's Jamie? Can you put him on the phone? I'd like to have him yeah, defend his position.
2: Yeah, I'm not here. I'm
3: listening to you guys. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants, by the way. I <laughs> wouldn't
0: figure you you were. I mean, not in the car with Taryn.
2: <laughs> no, we, we do a special red light routine Yeah, we do a little red light
0: routine So tell me about this, uh, Jamie What's the deal with, like, justifying Jacking somebody in the mouth for uh, for talking trash? Well,
3: dude, it's kind of like And Mike and I've had this conversation too And I brought Taryn in on it There comes a point of time it, it seems to me like when we were growing up If, like, you If you came up to me and Had some very, very harsh words to say it is kind of a um, it, where we're from. It's like I'm wanting to fight you, yeah. so you might as well just get ready to fight.
0: It's a challenge. I mean, it absolutely, yeah. is a challenge. I'm sure that's uh, that's. I'm sure those things happen in a lot of places, not just necessarily up in uh, you know the uh, Oklahoma so region. Let
1: me let me, Jamie. I'm probably a little better at dealing with the, the skinny crazy guy here than you are. So let me ask you some questions, Ian. <laughs> Uh, now let's let's say that uh, I am uh, saying some awful awful things to uh, Julia. You love Julia, mm-hmm. and I'm saying you know just terrible words like you know uh, you know words I don't want to use on the radio, but bad yeah. bad ones. Some with B's begin with it uh, you know begins with itch and sounds like B. See you next
0: Tuesday. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. like uh, you know and and the the words like uh, you know to, yeah, uh, you use to to make rows of corn uh, you know things like that uh, you know I'm hose? calling her all c- hoes. yeah yeah um. Uh, there's there's a worse way to pronounce that and it's, it's I don't want to use it on the radio.
2: But, I'm
1: loving it I'm someone through this. So if I decide to so if I do that and then um you know, sticks and stones right you, you yeah I mean you, you can decide not to do it and and that kind of thing but um you know I guess I guess what uh, you know I've I've, I've made the uh, scenario bad here if it was the other way around you're cussing at me and I and then I come uh, to you and I say hey, well why don't you do something about it skinny little boy. You little twerp. And then, you know, like, I think that can I, um, if, am I initiating force if I just go back and I say things to you until you decide to swing on me? At which point i, I yank so. your arm out of your socket
0: and beat you up the side, the side of the head with it? I don't think speaking in any way is an initiation of force. There you force. go. Thanks, Thanks for That's the call, it, Jamie, guys. you just got to let him swing on you first. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Yeah, if I were to swing first, then I would be initiating force. 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up what you it up with the want. Get give tiger light. This is Free Talk Live.
4: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial in toll free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you. Now, if you enjoy the program, you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show. Get on more radio stations around the country. Exp- uh, expand this program so more people can just stumble across the ideas of freedom. That's one of the reasons why it's so great to be on the radio in 65 on 65 stations or so. Um, so thank you to everybody who's uh, decided to become an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. It's all of 3 bucks a month. You'll get perks like access to the Ampli podcast, the Ampli forum, and more. Get all the details. Get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options For 3 bucks a month, price of a cup of coffee or a hamburger or something like that. Head on over to amp.freetalklive.com. And while you're poking around on the internet, go to totasak.com.
1: T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. And check out this amazing little handle. Um, It is made of 100% recycled materials right here in the United States. It is incredible how much it can carry. I use it for the grocery bags. It's basically what it was designed for, but it can be used for all kinds of carrying tasks. And not to mention that it's a... It's a handy little uh, self-protection device if you need it for uh, whatever circumstances. The TOTASAK, dot com,
0: 800 800-259-9231 as we continue here taking your phone calls about what you want. Scott is in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Scott.
5: Yes, uh, good evening, Ian and Mark. How are you?
0: What's on your mind tonight, Scott? Uh,
5: You're seeing a lot of uh, uh, things that are going on in America that are ominous. Uh, Mr. Stack, uh, that attacked the IRS building in Austin, Texas. Mr. Bedell, uh, who uh, attacked the Pentagon. Uh, mm-hmm. These men are not necessarily crazy. Uh, I sympathize with their views. Uh, I look at America today as a, uh, having a, uh, a Zionist-occupied government, a very authoritarian, restrictive government, and I wouldn't put it past the government to curtail our freedoms at any moment that it chooses to. And there's so many aspects of this government that's evil. Let's not mince words here. It is an, it is indeed an evil government. Uh, well, all um,
0: government is, uh, is based in evil because government doesn't actually protect and serve. It actually serves itself uh, with your wealth at uh, the threat of violence. The government has to, uh, at least the governments we've ever seen in our lifetimes, have been uh, violent in all around the world they force people to uh, to pony up for whatever arbitrary ideas and programs the government people want to uh, to use the money for so even if they're going to help somebody get something you know get some food or or get some shelter which there are some government programs that do those things even if it's going to do even if the money goes to those purposes the fact is they're initiating force against people in order to get the money in the first place unlike say the salvation army that stands outside of uh, shopping centers and rings bells uh, so the the government is inherently evil in any formation, in any country. It's not just this government.
5: I understand that, but in America where we live, uh, I'm only familiar with this government. And yeah. uh, I, I don't like what I'm seeing. I despise what I'm seeing. It's so many aspects from the money that it's printing up uh, and to uh, to the wars, unjust wars, that it's fighting overseas. And I know you've gotten annoyed when I've said it, but I'm, I, I I do need to say it. I'm not saying all of the are, uh, but but when I mean by Zionist occupied government, I mean like the American Israel Public Affairs Committee specifically, and I do hold them responsible. Well, what, what but they're not the they?
1: government, right? That's that's a, some. You that's know.
5: part of the. In other words, it's an independent, but they have, wield enormous power in the halls of Congress.
1: So does AARP.
5: Yes, they do Is yeah,
1: uh, it, it, it is it is it a geriatric occupied government?
5: Yeah, it is. I know what <laughs> to say. But what I'm saying is is that also, not only APAC, but, but the Federal Reserve, uh, to print up this money. Uh, Paul Warburg, who your listeners may not be familiar with, was the uh, founder of the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve prints up trillions of dollars.
1: Weren't there uh, a whole group were, of people yeah, that I thought did that on I Jekyll Jekyll A whole bunch of different guys, including uh, Chase and uh, J.P. Morgan and all those fellows that, that did that on Jekyll Island in
5: 1912 or whatever. But if it, 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 you... you See, get, Scott just glosses
0: over all of that. But, yep. Yeah,
5: no, I'm not glossing over anything. I'm saying that to also to get educated, if you want to know why we have a super government and it is a super government, you do need your listeners do need to read the protocol no, of the Younger no, I don't think, I don't think now, they do. That's just, a,
0: that's just you're, an anti-Jewish screed. No, no, uh, I Scott. know you're
5: going to say that. It's it's you're, you're to say it it garbage. No, there's a lot of truth to it. And what's going on in I'm America? sure there's
0: truth in Hitler's Mein Kampf. It doesn't mean I want to spend my time reading that garbage.
5: Well, yeah, I'm saying that in America— There's probably truth
0: in the Black Book of Communism. I don't want to read that either. And you That's know, right, not only right, our right government, book, whatever.
5: but the civil rights movement that we have, white Christian people, including myself— have I thought been, you weren't a
0: Christian, Scott. Yeah. How can you be a Christian?
5: Uh, are aren't you spo- wait,
0: aren't Christians supposed to love other people?
5: I'm not part of that sect.
0: Uh,
6: I'm, uh, part,
5: uh, 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 I'm part of the sect that's a self preserving of the white race.
0: You're, you're part of the and sect that hates the Christianity
5: that's, from that's right. the Jewish religion. That's You want to just paint me as, 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 as a bigot, racist? Jesus was so that a brown
1: my, man. Yeah, Jesus I'm a lot was a more than that. Sephardic Jew, wasn't he?
5: Say that again. Wasn't
1: Jesus a Sephardic Jew?
5: Jesus was 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 an Aryan.
1: How how did he <laughs> how did how did a, an Aryan get born to a bunch of Jewish people in uh, Nazareth? From Nazareth, it's
5: it, it's it's known as it's very complicated. It's known as British Israelitism. Yeah, you would have to read it. Uh, it It'd have it, to be it complicated. Was, it, it was See, God Henry wanted Ford. that
0: baby to be white, Mark. It, it was in yeah, was... Henry
5: Ford's book, *The International Jew*. But what well, I'm that saying,
1: sounds like a real page that, turner. Why, you know, why, why does one have to do, go through all these, um, you know, these these contortions in order to get there? Why can't you just say, "Yeah, I'm not a Christian because Jesus was a Jew." I mean, wh- why go for this whole Christianity thing if you've got to if you've got to just tell yourself a bunch of lies about it?
5: No, I I have to tell people in this country, meaning white Christian people, uh, that's what essentially they are. That that their birthright has been they've been disenfranchised. What, is it, what does
0: it mean to be a Christian to you?
5: To be a Christian to me uh, means uh, uh, white Anglo-Saxon Protestantism, Methodist, a Methodist, uh, That, that a doesn't Baptist. answer the question. Yeah,
0: you're just dropping words in. No. What, what is what does it mean to be a Christian? What are the fundamental precepts? The fundamental concepts? Yes. Not well, you're not born. It's not think an it is,
5: is is that it's it's love thy neighbor as thyself. Turn the other cheek. That's what I was taught in yeah. Christian uh, school. That's right. Uh, that's
0: what I understood. Uh, love, love,
5: love you your, your neighbor. You don't believe that stuff, is, though. Is, so, is, what does nice. Scott's
0: version of so-called Christianity uh, mean? What does what does it mean to you? What is, Christianity what you
5: to me means it makes it, it. It's 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 got a lot of flaws. It makes okay. me feel weak. You still haven't an answered the feel... question.
0: What are the precepts of your version of Christianity? You called yourself a Christian. You can take it back if you want and just call yourself a hate monger or something like that. You know, uh, you're but... right.
5: I, I, I should be a man about it. I am a hate monger. I am a racist.
0: So, but uh, what? Okay, so, so now, you, if you call yourself a Christian, does that mean that you do something religious? Do you go to a church? Do you uh, go to some sort of uh, religious gathering on a regular basis?
5: Uh... To answer your question, you mean me personally or Christian? You.
0: We're talking about you, Scott.
5: Uh, I go to a uh, I go to a Protestant church. You do not a lot of times. Do they but know I, uh, about
0: you? Do they know who you really are? Do they know uh, that they you're a hunger? They know.
5: Hate-bonger? They they. I don't go parading. I speak to some people mm. with my thought, but if you look at history in America, uh, if you look at past history, uh, the Klan, for example, recruited many of its people from the product, various products. Oh, I, I don't doubt
0: that there have been plenty of people that hate other people that are that call themselves Christian and are today, plenty of so-called Christians that uh, engage in hating other people or are afraid of other people and that they use that fear to uh, to justify violence against them, like all the so-called Christians that are supporting the war in Iraq, for instance, or the war in Afghanistan in and, and bombing people. So what I'm hearing from you, Scott, and it seems pretty crystal clear as somebody who was a former Christian, uh, it seems to me that you, you don't, have any real agreement with the fundamental precepts of christianity i so, find a lot
5: of flaws in it
0: so you can't possibly call yourself a christian
5: i call myself in the christian you're not following in, jesus in the sense that i have christian blood it's <laughs> but christianity
1: isn't an ethnicity scott christianity is a religion
5: i look at it more as a race
1: but well, uh, you can sorry you can have a white race but you you know i mean white people can be of different religions right Say that again. White people can be of different religions, right?
5: Uh, Protestant religions, even within the Catholic, Jews are not, Jews are not white. So wait a uh, minute. Uh, wait,
1: wait a second. Are you telling me that there aren't white Buddhists?
5: There are the yellow race.
1: No no. no no. I I understand that they're, you? they're certainly that Buddhism is uh, you know is from that area of the world but I've met plenty of white people real live wasps um well they wouldn't they be, a, be wasp, they wouldn't yeah. be the real live wasps wasps <laughs> um, <laughs> that were in fact buddhist cuz that's what they believe you see it's a it's the
0: difference between a religion and an ethnicity it doesn't even seem like scott has a belief system thanks for the call tonight appreciate it Eight, except for hate just hating people that are that look different 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up anything. Maybe someday he'll change. I don't know what it'll take, though. Free Talk Live, hour uh, number two, is coming up. You can bring up whatever you want.
7: How long can you hold your breath? Not long.
0: This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program, inviting you to take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Kicked off the show tonight uh, with a topic about the guy who I I started blasting away at security guards up at the Pentagon yesterday afternoon or yesterday evening, and uh, word is coming out that he is anti-government and smokes marijuana. So maybe marijuana smoking makes you anti-government. I mean, they're just drawing connections in the news media. and They're not being so explicit in that way. But I think the suggestion is there that this man was crazy because he smokes pot. And there are millions of people in America that smoke pot. And so inevitably some crazy people will smoke pot and go in and do something, possibly do something awful. Now... If you want to comment on this, 800-259-9231 is the number here. Of course, the same issue has come up about somebody who is supposedly anti-government. I prefer the term pro-freedom, but I don't even know if that accurately describes this guy. I know that he was for marijuana freedom, but I don't know what else. One of the other articles I saw said that he had a libertarian economic philosophy. They actually used the term libertarian in the article. So what does that mean? I'm not sure. In that same article, they were talking about how he was proposing some sort of uh, program to the Pentagon that would help kill people in in military conflicts. Doesn't sound terribly libertarian to me. That doesn't sound libertarian. I don't know. But presuming, it it, it doesn't matter what he really is, right? What matters is what the news media says he is. And if the news media is saying that he's a libertarian, then we've got to deal with that. Uh, we have to uh, to address that because people will, will start to associate the ideas of uh, libertarians or liberty-minded people with the ideas of killers. And, of course, that's not true. Um, no, but I, I do think that uh, Being, you know, of a liberty mindset
1: At least for me, this is how it was was frustrating It was frustrating until I moved to the Free State Project Even some period of time after I got here Yes When I didn't believe that there was any any way at all That the government was ever going to shrink That there was going to be a government program That ever went away The taxes were going to ever go down um, You know, like, Seemed and, hopeless and, Yeah, it, it absolutely did seem hopeless And I can understand why people who are in hopeless what they believe to be hopeless uh they have a hopeless frame of mind then can kind of get themselves into a desperate frame of mind and once you've got a guy into a desperate frame of mind he's not crazy anymore he's a desperate man Mm. that's why they have that term a desperate man is a dangerous dangerous thing once they don't have once the government's taking everything from you you've got nothing left to lose I can understand yeah. why people would be upset.
0: I can too. And a caller last hour used the term sympathized. I think the correct term is empathize. At least for me it is. Uh, it's my understanding. Sympath- sympathy is what one feels towards somebody who's had something bad happen to them. But if you can't really understand where they were coming from. If you understand where they were coming from. If you feel. If you can feel what that person was feeling. Uh, if you, or if you can relate to what that person was feeling. That's empathy. So I can empathize with what this guy was feeling because i'm like you mark i was there too i was very angry and i was talking about things like you know defending uh the where's marijuana. your line
1: in the sand yeah
0: where's the line in the sand defending the marijuana grow ops from uh, the the fed raids out in california by hiring security guards so they just shoot at the dea i mean all kinds of stuff crazy stuff like that because i thought that well The government people are aggressing, so it's completely legitimate. I mean, I was a follower of the non-aggression principle. The idea there is that if you are uh, aggressed upon, that you have the ability and the The right, the the justification. Yeah, that you're justified in shooting back or stopping the aggression with violence and possibly taking out the aggressor. And I've changed my position since then. I think that violence is only acceptable if it ends the... uh, Ends the aggression and ideally peacefully ends the aggression as far as not harming the uh, the aggressor or doing as little harm as possible to the aggressor. And, yeah, I think you're supposed to prevent harm. Yeah. And with the government, uh, there's no end to – you can't stop them. You, you are just you. And even if it's you and a gang of people – there's still more government agents who are willing to use violence upon you than there are people like you that are willing to use violence upon the state. Right. And even so if not you,
1: only is it, you know, philosophically, do I not agree with it, but practically, I certainly don't agree with
0: it. Right. From a practical perspective, it's a, it really is a suicide mission. And if you ever want to see liberty in your lifetime, then you shouldn't go on suicide missions. Uh, but yeah, from a moral right. and, perspective And if
1: you care about liberty, you won't go on suicide missions Because it won't bring liberty to those of us who happen to still be around Yeah,
0: I haven't seen it yet Still waiting for that liberty yeah. I've had a couple of people kill themselves in the last uh, few weeks
1: Yeah, and, and, and not not to mention that But if you started going through the list of uh, liberty martyrs Or whatever you want to call them um, Out there, it's, it's it's getting
0: longer Yeah, so from a practical perspective It's a poor idea to use violence against the state agents and from a, from my perspective, as far as my belief system, my morals, I I'm I'm feeling less and less comfortable with those ideas. I don't I don't think it's right. I think that it's still even though you might be retaliating, even though you might be feeling as though it's justified or deserved, that it's still not right. That it's still uh, wrong to take somebody's life in that way. That's how I'm feeling these days about that. And If you want to chime in here again, 800-259-9231 is the number here. And, of course, there are other practical considerations as well that – When somebody goes and does an act like this and they get linked into the liberty movement as it seems as though this guy is being linked in as the guy in Austin was to some extent, you know, again, talking about him as though he's anti-government, which is a fairly large category that can can include people in the liberty movement. I prefer the term pro-freedom, but uh, if he goes out and does that, then it's it's a black eye for the liberty movement as well because people will start to look at you, wait, you're a libertarian? Well, you must be one of those crazies. You must be one of those people that uh, bombs buildings and shoots people. No, that's not me at all. Now, there are plenty of uh, people in this movement that still have that agitated mindset of, uh, well, we need to get the state back. They've been aggressing against us forever. How about instead of this continuing the cycle of violence, which is really what it is, really when you when you use violence against the state you're lowering yourself to their level and you're just continuing the cycle and they use that as an excuse to grow larger and, and keep uh, doing violence against us so if you really want violence to end do you think that violence is going to lead you to that uh, to the uh, to that end do you think violence will solve the problem of violence it doesn't sound like it's uh, you know it makes a lot of sense Oh, right? it sounds like a, it sounds like something that we might have learned from the statists the idea that violence could bring peace seems like a very statist uh, concept We'll kill our way to peace. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, just want once to make we it clear. kill
1: all the bad people, there won't be any more bad people.
0: Right, because you're not bad for killing somebody. I mean, what? <laughs> well, not to mention
1: that how how about the kids and the families and the, the loved ones and the friends yeah. of the of the bad people. Are you going to be able to convince them that, well, the only way to solve this problem was to put a bullet in your husband's head? Your daddy deserved to die. Yeah, your daddy, I kept on plugging him while he was down because he was a bad man, Junior. Don't you understand?
0: Yeah, right. Now give me a hug, son. I'm your savior, right? Blood and brains no. spattered all over your face. No, the, the 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 family in that case is going to be very upset at you, and they will likely dedicate themselves to uh, exterminating you. Right, in uh-huh. in whatever
1: way they have to. They yeah. don't mind if the state grows in order to get rid of lunatics like you that yeah. want to kill
0: daddy. Good lord. So see people. Yeah. So so when people start showing up in your movement. Wherever it is you are, I mean, we're here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, where thousands of liberty-minded people are getting together in order to get active for freedom. Whenever somebody shows up and starts talking about all the violent things they want to do, whether it's, you know, just shooting back at the government agents, or more, maybe more being more specific, like uh, setting off bombs or something, you know, just that kind of thing. Uh, whenever somebody comes into the to this movement and starts advocating for violence as a solution, look out. Look out, because they're either a Fed and attempting to goad you into actually doing some sort of act of violence. Not unlikely. Or they really are, you know, losing it, and they very well may snap and go and do some sort of act of violence. And then if you've been hanging out with them, guess what? You're one of their associates. How's that make you look? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. Coming up here, uh, let's go back to school, Mark. You've got a couple stories about zero tolerance, and it ties right into the you know violence conversation. We'll get to that. We'll find out what they did to one young young lad for having a well, something that resembled a gun. We'll talk about it. Coming up. It's time, wake up. This is just
8: in case you care, and yeah, I'm talking to you. That's my booklet of truth for the people of America and the wake-up call for action to save our freedom. Get a copy for you and your friends at yamtalkingtoyou.com yeah, and get involved with saving our country. That's y a com. If you want to be part of the solution, otherwise just go back to sleep. You'll adjust to enslavement.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include the Wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. Go to Wiki, wiki.freetalklive.com. That's wiki.freetalklive.com and get interactive. Have you ever lost power? It's inconvenient for sure, maybe even
1: debilitating. Now imagine you could flip a switch and have your solar backup system provide you with quiet power when you need it. No fumes or noise like a gas generator and not nearly the maintenance. Go to mysolarbackup.com now and check it out. You're the one who's responsible for providing for your family's needs mysolarbackup.com.
0: Righto, we continue here. We'll take your phone calls about whatever you want, whether you want to talk about the guy that uh, was doing the shooting up in D.C. or whatever might happen to be on your mind. Meantime, we go to the schools, the government schools of America, Mark, and the insane zero tolerance policies that they have. In many cases, there are zero tolerance policies against weapons, zero tolerance policies against drugs. In fact, there was a story at the top of freetalklive.com within the past few days. Uh, that one of our listeners submitted, which is what happens on our website. You can create your own account, submit whatever stories and show prep stuff that you want to, and other listeners can vote it up. Some of it hits the top of the website, and one of them was about a, a kid touching a pill and getting suspended for yeah, that or Adderall like pill. That. So, so sometimes it's drugs, sometimes it's guns, uh, sometimes, sometimes it's. What do you got?
1: <laughs> Iona Kindergartner suspended for making a gun
0: with his hand. An Iona Kindergartner?
1: Yeah. Okay. To the little boy's mother, it was just a six-year-old boy playing around. But when Mason Jammer, a kindergarten student at Jeff- Jefferson Elementary in Iona,
0: I got you! No, you didn't! No, you didn't!
1: <laughs> curled his fist into the shape of a gun Wednesday and pointed it at another student. School officials said it was no a laughing matter. <laughs> they suspended Mason until Friday, saying the behavior had made other students uncomfortable. Mm. Said Aaron Jammer, Mason's mother. Man, if that's
0: all you have to do to get suspended these days is make other kids uncomfortable, then they should be suspending a lot of people.
1: School officials allege Mason had displayed this kind of behavior for several months, despite Mm. numerous warnings. I don't think it's too harsh for... I I, I do think it's too harsh for a six-year-old, said Jammer, who was previously warned that if Mason continued the practice, he would be suspended. He's six. He just likes to play. She ever yeah. says her son isn't violent and there are other more effective ways of teaching him not to make a gun with his hand and I, I you know I just this is su- was such common behavior when I was a kid making a gun with your your hand bang bang
0: what didn't they now I am uh, speculating and it's based on memory and it could be I could I don't know where I got this information from but haven't they essentially observed young children uh, Boys specifically who have not been exposed to guns and they just pick up sticks and like pretend like they're swords. I mean, there's they, they, some sort of uh, testosterone violence thing that is seems to be kind of uh, inherent in young males. I don't know. That's just what I've uh, that's my understanding of it.
1: Well, from the, the sort of the, the evolution of the species, the only thing that we're good for is going out and killing things. Yeah. Uh, whether that that thing is other males or, uh, you know, beasts that that can be eaten. You know, that's that's really the reality of it.
0: And and I'm all in favor of peace. I don't think it's a good idea to point guns at people. In fact, I think it's an incredibly poor idea. If you actually have a real gun, one number one rule is you never point it at anybody unless you intend to destroy that person. Uh, But the idea of kids,
1: little boys have been shooting at each other with fake uh, guns for a very, very long time.
0: Yes. And most of them don't grow up to be madman killers. I mean, I don't think that I I, I just find it hard to believe that running around going bang, bang at your friends at age six uh, with with hands folded into guns is going to be in any way some sort of influential activity that will somehow lead somebody down the road toward madness. It just doesn't seem likely to me.
1: No. So um, what happened to him? Suspended? Yeah, suspended until Friday from, uh, this was, you know, from yesterday. So a couple of days. Gotcha. Um, let's see. The, the mother continues. to Maybe what you could do is take his recess away. Adding her son doesn't even have toy guns at home. He's only six. He doesn't understand any of this. And I bet he doesn't understand any of this. Probably he
0: was like, just having fun.
1: Yep. I you know I, I I don't know you know I don't know what it's like to have a six-year-old I know what it's like to have a two-year-old uh, but you know y- you can't make these you know positions with your hands I bet the other kids I bet some other kids have done it I can't imagine that little uh, uh, Mason here is the only kid in his class that has made uh, gun symbols with his hands he's just the one that got caught
6: yep
0: he's probably that's
1: right and he, you know he's probably a recidivant on this but I it's just so it's so absolutely uh, foreign to what it was like when I grew up uh, you know I mean it's yeah. just it's absolutely it's crazy. foreign.
0: just another reason to get your kids the hell out of the government schools and get them into a home school. maybe the gov-
1: maybe maybe this this is how the problem is going to be solved the government schools are going to get so restrictive the kids won't be able to go there anymore and and, and parents will have to send their kids to uh, to, to to schools that they've paid for
0: one 800 If you think this makes, if, if you can understand this, maybe you can explain it to me. Like, what's the reason for stopping kids from going bang, bang with their, their fists folded into a gun? Can you explain that to me? Is there somebody out there listening tonight that hears the story and says to themselves, you yeah, know, school did the right thing? School did the right thing. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I doubt we'll get that call, but I like to always ask for it. I, you know, I always like to throw that question out. You Is are there... welcome to call in right. if that's what you think. Somebody who supports zero tolerance. We had we, we had
1: a school resource officer call in a couple a couple of months ago to say, well, you know, if a kid has a, a inch and a half pocket knife blade in his uh, in his survival kit in his car, he should be suspended, even if that mm. kid was going to go to West Point and it ruins his chances.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. You, it's a slippery I slope. That call. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. All right. So there was another one, though, right? There's, uh, You've got a, a, a dual story. Yeah, a two, dual, a twofer, dual, if, yeah, if you will. Dual
1: ridic- ridiculousness. Um, this one's from uh, C- a uh, Big brouhaha over New Dorp Boy's tiny toy gun. Staten Island, New York. A nine year old New Dorp boy wherever New Dorp is, Staten um, Island. apparently, earlier today learned that there was no wiggle room in the Department of Education's no toy gun policy, even if the toy gun is just two inches long.
4: Jeez.
1: Patrick Timoni, a fourth grader at PS52, sounds so nice, doesn't it? Scenic, PS52. Wow. In South Beach. Is that the name of the school? Yeah, that's, that's what it's like up there. Public School 52. Yeah. Was nearly suspended after playing with yeah. Legos Why during his- Why don't
0: they just call him by his student number?
1: <laughs> Student
0: number seven eight five seven at uh, PS fifty two was during suspended his... for two days today.
1: Patrick uh, during his lunch period um, during uh, because of one of his action figures was carrying a toy machine gun. This is a Lego An action figure. Okay. Yeah, the, the Lego little Lego men.
0: Really? You seen him? I used to have Lego okay. men when yeah. I was a kid. He I loved his... Legos. They were too expensive though.
1: He and his friend <laughs> planned a play date with their respective toys, and while sitting around the cafeteria table, when the principal walked in mm. and saw the action figure carrying the fake gun. When the action remember this and is the principal. Immediately, this guy's got nothing to do with kids. He no. sits at a stinking office and and hassles people all yeah,
0: day. Just a head authoritarian. That's all. He, right. I'm sure he immediately seized the dangerous weapon.
1: While the action figure was a standard Lego policeman figure, the brand of the
0: oh, it was gun even a cop could not be determined. <laughs> they didn't even give him a pass because it was a cop figurine.
1: How about that? She took him into her office in the middle of the lunch period and he was crying. Said the boy's mother, Laura Timoney. He was afraid. The principal called Ms. Timoney and. She said uh, she considered the toy suspension uh, the toy suspension-worthy, and that she was going to double-check with the security administrator. The security administrator, the city department of education, according to uh, Ms. Timoney, the administrator said the toy should be confiscated and returned to the parents at the end of the day, and that no other action was necessary. This is crazy. Kick him out. Yep. What's this? They didn't kick him out. Just they just hassled him.
0: Alright, so so arbitrary, right? One yeah. school kicks a guy out for Ex- folding a his gun. Yeah. into a gun. The other guy has a, a something that looks a little more like a gun, and he's just you know told to well give it to us. We'll give it back to you later. More coming up here. You can bring up whatever you want. Tell your story. It's free talk live. talk live you can take control of the airwaves toll free at 800-259-9231 the SACL Cai toll free line shame on me mark shame 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 i wasn't i wasn't paying attention when we came back we were like 30 seconds into the music bed i'll explain why i got one of those fancy new uh internet radio things uh it's a don't say the brand i'm talking to him about advertising oh really (laughs) yeah okay well if you go to amazon and you look for internet clock radio it's really the only one yeah uh and it was like I got one too. It was like 90 bucks and I know that you would had, had I didn't realize you had the exact same model until after I ordered it yeah, but Yeah, the exact same model. Uh but it's it's really a nice little product and you can listen to the Liberty Radio Network or Free Talk Lives live stream and uh it's a clock radio, too, all at the same time. And you can, of course, listen to any other stream you want from the Internet as well. I mean, from all over the world. Very cool little device. Anyway, that's what was distracting me, I was playing around with that. 800 259 9231. And, of course, I ordered it through Amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. You just start your shopping there. Get whatever it is that you're looking for. They've got dozens of categories. You know Amazon, they're the world's largest Internet retailer superstore of the internet if you will with again uh, used items even if you need to save a few extra bucks if you're ordering new you get free super saver shipping so on many of their items so head on over to amazon.freetalklive.com the institute for humane
1: studies summer internship program is now accepting applications radicals for capitalism ideas of a free society there are nine other uh, – that's 11 total – seminars that are offered by the Institute for Humane Studies. All you have to do is go to libertarianseminars.com. The deadline is March the 31st. They are in major cities across the country. IHS provides meals and housing. All you have to do is get there. Libertarian seminars Hey,
0: since we were talking about uh, we've been talking about zero tolerance, these kids at school getting in trouble for one of them fold, folding his fist into a, or his hand into a gun shape thing where your index finger points out and your thumb is sticking straight up kind of a common thing for young males to do. Uh, he was in, got in trouble for that. Another one had a Lego toy gun, which was two right. inches. He wasn't using it as anything, but it was, you know, the, the Lego figure had it in his hand. Right. They, they were playing with the Lego figures right.
1: there during lunch. The principal wanted to suspend him, but the uh, the, the the chief security bureaucrat for the uh, public school system there in in Staten Island said no, to just uh, take it away and give it to the parents uh, at the end of the day. But the story goes on. Oh, oh, okay, yep. well let's keep going then. So Miss Timoney, that's the uh, the mom there, says it's crazy. He's missing class time all for silly toys.
0: Oh, he wouldn't learn anything
1: boys are just trying to relax if there's a real threat then why not call the police department exactly don't 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 suggest that to the them miss Timoney, because they'll just come
0: right in and mace the kids well she knows there's no real threat right I mean she's right that
1: much that. is true but is all you have to do is take a look mm-hmm. at what yeah. happens when these bureaucrats call the police
0: it's true and they'll handcuff kids and take the you know take a six-year-old out in handcuffs in front of all their classmates it's really humiliating stuff
1: this is my favorite part of the whole article. Oh boy! She pointed out that the other child had an action figure that was holding an axe, but only Patrick was oh, reprimanded. Interesting. So the you know it's the gun aspect, not the right, weapon so aspect. Hatchet
0: your neighbor to death? That's fine. Right. That's fine. I mean, it's
1: certainly bloodier, I would think. I would least think worse, so. Worse from the horror film standpoint, at least. Yeah, it's it's pretty horrific, I'm sure. So what are we gonna? Why are we gonna take respon? When are we gonna take responsibility for common sense and logic? She says. Yeah, this gal,
0: has it, has it. she's right on the ball. You're, you're going to have to be the one to do it. I mean, when are we going to do it? Well, they aren't going to do it anytime soon. They are going to make more absurd rules and regulations and force your children to abide by them. And because part of the government school's purpose, and if you disbelieve this, check with John Taylor Gatto, former uh, New York State Teacher of the Year. Part of the purpose of government schools is to indoctrinate the youth of America into being obedient serfs. To being obedient little citizens who will do as they are told. You be quiet when the lights are turned out. See that little stoplight thing? and you know, When that turns red, son, you need to be quiet. They've got all kinds of different methods. But are, do, Did they do the lights turning out thing when you were in school?
1: Um, they did on the bus. If they turned the lights on the bus, everybody the bus. had to be quiet on the school bus.
0: Wasn't it normally daylight when you were going What?
1: Well, but No, school? it was just an indication to be quiet. Oh. There were like interior lights uh, huh. in the bus. And, it, you know, I, I can understand being a bus driver and it's yeah. just it's just getting too loud and I need to concentrate oh so they turn the lights on.
0: I feel sorry for the bus drivers. I mean, I, yeah. I remember how I was with the bus driver back then <laughs> and I was not a good, yeah. I was not a very good, uh, well-behaved bus patron, if yeah. you will. Gotcha. Uh, but they used to turn off the, again, the whole cafeteria, they used to flip the lights off. And the idea was everybody had to be quiet at that point. And that's training people. That's that's uh, that's just a, a fraction of the indoctrination that they do. Just getting people well, obedient.
1: My favorite is the the way, and and I I get where you're coming from, but there are times for silence and, and that kind of thing. But my favorite is uh, you know the, well you just you're just gonna have to hold it, son. You know it, whatever's going on here is too important oh, for yeah. you to go use the bathroom. And doing this to to young kids is it's it's just it's an accident it's waiting to happen. Um. And and I and, and then you they get embarrassed in front of the other kids. I
0: mean, what when what is their the pants, point? You mean? Yeah, it
1: happens. Yeah. I've seen it happen. And it's 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 really sad. But you know, what's the point of that? I mean, obviously there's times in life when you have to hold it. But really, yeah. really, what what are you doing that's so important, their little miss second grade teacher, that mm-hmm. this kid has to hold the, the you know hold the hold it. Yep. Is there the, more to the story? The DEO's discipline code says that all imitation weapons are prohibited. But uh-huh. before considering suspension, is it up to a principal to decide whether a fake gun looks realistic by evalu- evaluating the color, size, shape, appearance, and weight? So, this principal believed that this uh, gun looked realistic enough in uh, you know, being two and a half inches long in the yeah. hand of a Lego figure um, that, it, that it was suspension-worthy. <laughs> a message left for the principal, Evelyn, I'm going to try to get her name in here just because the assist is so stupid, Matriani was not returned. However, Margie Feinberg, a spokeswoman for for the DOE said that the uh, Department of Education said that there is a no tolerance policy when it comes mm-hmm. to fake guns because they are considered harmful to the school community. Yeah. Even though this woman threatened to suspend the kid you know and uh, contrary to the rules.
0: I would like to implement a zero tolerance uh, school policy where I have zero tolerance for the government schools because they're harmful to the community. Oh, well, I can't do that because if I try that they'll steal my house from me. So I'd like to have my own zero tolerance policy, zero tolerance towards funding the government schools because I really don't want uh, to pay to support government schools. I'm not against education. I'm in favor of education, just not their brand of education. But yet I don't have the ability to just create my own policy and uh, decide to enforce it because they'll just take my house. Maybe someday we'll get enough people together who are willing to put their houses on the line and we can have a mass tax revolt against these government schools. Boy, that is one of my fantasies. I look forward to that day because uh, I would much rather give my renters – Th- uh, you know, an extra thousand dollars a year, or however much money it would be that uh, that I might save from not having to uh, to pay the school, t- uh, the school tax. Sure. That's mean, where the bulk of their rent goes to
1: in a world in a world where uh, you don't have, uh, you know, th- where everybody doesn't have that overhead. Then rent's going go to go d- down all around. Right. So uh, anyway, go on with the story. Toy guns are not allowed in schools," she said. She said her her voice is pretty deep, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, adding that the conference was held among the principal, uh, held among the principal, the parents, and the student about the topic. <laughs>
0: you know what would have been perfect? Uh, in, what would have been perfect in one of these stories? And and I guess it's it's a good thing that this isn't happening that much anymore. But I know that some schools still do it. Can you imagine if little Johnny brings his toy gun to school, his Lego toy gun to school, and ends up getting paddled over it? I don't like, think they paddle kids much anymore, You do don't they? think they paddle kids? These days, I know I've heard stories within the last decade of uh, of that happening. I, I, I don't know. I, it's harder for me to believe. What, well, were you paddled in uh, in school, or do, do you know of a story like that that's been happening recently? Would love to hear from you at 800-259-9231. But wouldn't that be perfect irony uh, that uh, the, the child is punished the child with for violence <laughs> for bringing something that actually had no chance whatsoever of doing any kind of violence?
1: Yeah, no doubt. The issue was resolved, said Ms. Ms. Feinberg. The child will not be bringing the toy gun to school
0: any longer. They showed him. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Since we're talking about guns, there's a little bit of good news out of Wyoming. We'll explain what's happening up that way and allow you to take control and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Again, you can take control of the airwaves. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Inviting you to our website. FreeTalkLive.com is where you go to enjoy the features for free. As I mentioned earlier, It is a brand-new, redesigned website for 2010. It is uh, the new freetalklive.com. FTL 2.0 allows you to interact with other Free Talk Live listeners in a new way. Uh, You get to submit show prep and uh, essays and blog posts and things like that for other listeners to vote up or vote down, and you can also vote up or vote down anything that you see. It's a really neat little system, and uh, you can go and get interactive at freetalklive.com. Before we continue with the calls, just want to point out uh, Mark, you are incorrect, uh, and uh, school paddling does exist. According to schoolpaddling.org, it is still lawful in 21, uh, excuse me, 20. Yeah, 21 states. It is still lawful, and it's a common practice, fairly common practice, in Texas, Oklahoma, Alabama, Arkansas, and Mississippi. I've actually got a news story about how one Georgia county has reinstituted it. Uh, maybe we'll get to talk about that, but let's go back to your phone calls here. Uh, Kitty is listening to WAIS-TV in Nelsonville. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Kitty.
9: Hello.
0: Hey, what's on your um, mind tonight?
9: Well, I was listening to you, and, and I got to thinking about it, okay? If this lady were... Uh, They, you know, got after her for her child bringing in that little tiny toy.
0: Yeah, the toy gun.
9: Yeah, I think that if somebody like that would get them a good lawyer and say, okay, I'm going to sue every toy company that makes these things and entices my child to want to play with them and then hit up the the movie companies and stuff like that, I think that they would – get some attention to where somebody would do something about this.
0: You'd be laughed out of court. I, I can't. you think yeah. so? Oh, absolutely. I don't, I don't like think so. Do you, do you really think that... Why would you want to do something like that anyway? I
1: mean, that's... I mean, it's, it's not the toy company's fault that uh, the bureaucrats are acting in such a crazy fashion.
9: No, but at least it would give me uh, some headway to where I can say, okay... Then you do something about this, my child should be allowed to play with it. If you're going to make this for my child to play with, then my child should be able to play with it.
0: You want the toy company uh, to, to take some sort of action against the government school as a result of you suing them first? Well, no.
9: What I'm saying is it would be a voice heard to where the government would step in and say, OK, we're carrying this too far. We need to do something about it.
1: Well, I, I think that um, this is the same sort of uh, you know fallacious idea that somehow the um, the gun companies are responsible for what you do with a gun in the same way a toy toy company is not really responsible for what you do with a toy so it's not fair even though you may get some you may get some press I don't know but it, it's you know the, those toy companies have to defend themselves um, in in court against somebody who goes after them it it seems to me that it, you know that if you're going to take somebody to court. Take the school district to court and let a jury of their peers decide. That's also pretty futile. But people, as well. you know,
9: people try all the time and they can't seem to get nowhere with it. That's well, because no, it's hard
0: to, to sue the government. That's right. for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that. are uh, not
9: getting anywhere.
0: Right. I think and, this. But by, by the way, I think this is incredibly a poor strategy because you're essentially using you're t- you're attempting to use their system to change their system, and you're 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 essentially initiating an aggression through the court system in, in hopes that that's going to to pan out in your in your favor. It wouldn't it make more sense to just pull your kid out of the government school rather than having to go through all that?
9: I never put mine through public school. Well, good for you. Period. Yeah, I understand. He, uh, smart he move. was
0: home taught. Mm-hmm. Smart move. It Thank was you. Worth for doing it. That. I bet it was worth it, wasn't it?
9: Well, yeah. I mean, the state had a right to come in and test him, and they tested him. And at seventh grade, he had a second year college.
0: That's great. I don't right. think the state has yeah. a right to do anything. Personally, only individuals well, and uh, individuals have rights. Not collectives in
9: ohio and ohio around here yeah if you homeschool your child they're allowed to come in at any given time and test them oh. to see, well i realize to they're sure going to do what they're, they're do.
0: right i, I realize is to this make this, sure this, that you're teaching them well that's what they claim but i realize that uh, they're gonna <clears throat> th- that they're gonna do what they're going to do because they have men with guns who will take you and put you into a cage if you don't go along with their plan but just because they have uh, might i don't believe that gives them any kind of right that's just violence against Against no, it don't give them a right. Right, okay. But
9: the thing is, is they are doing it. And somebody's oh, yeah. using poor strategy somewhere because they're still getting away with it. The so, voices aren't being
0: heard. Wait, which voices aren't being heard?
9: The people that haven't – the children are being attacked with this. Their voices aren't being heard. You mean the kids that are in the government schools? The, yeah. yeah. The, par- the lady, okay, the lady with her child – She's not being heard. It's still going on. The children are, you know, are still getting in trouble for right. bringing these little tiny toys.
0: Yes, and it's going to get it's worse. Cool. I mean, there's stories that are it's written inevitable. about. It. It's going there's, to get worse. It's it's in the news. People are. We're talking about it, so to some extent, it's being heard. And whenever we discuss zero tolerance, the overwhelming response from our callers is a very against the idea of zero tolerance. They, I think, most people look at it and they say, "Wow, that's really absurd." I mean, how could you possibly? Yeah, but that's
9: as far as it's going.
0: Well, right, because what do people? Because people have a defeatist mentality about government, and uh, this this idea that you can't fight city hall, and I'm pretty sure it's city hall that put that particular uh, phraseology out there because it benefits <laughs> them. And I don't necessarily agree with the idea of fighting in the first place, anyway. But I think that you absolutely can uh, have liberty, but you have to actually be willing to work towards it. And you're correct that uh, complaining isn't going to really make things any better because the government people don't care about what you think. When they're
9: actually really heard, then something will go into motion and something will start trying to be done.
0: What do you think it would take? What do you think it would take to get people heard on this? It's going to
9: take something to get a lot of people uh, to believe it or not, the government. Pissed
0: off. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. At 800-259-9231, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You, you know, can go to your school board meeting and uh, get all angry at them for having zero tolerance, and I don't think that's going to change it either.
1: You know, this, the spanking thing here uh, kind of bothers me. You said 20, paddling? Yeah, paddling. The 20-something states have, uh, you know, schools are allowed to paddle children. According to school paddling. And
0: about a uh, half dozen do it uh, regularly. According to schoolpaddling.org, that is correct. 21 now,
1: states. Please check in and see if New Hampshire's on that list because I'd like to know that for sure. But, you know, if I just wonder, what would happen if, because uh, I haven't, pa- you know, we, we, don't, we don't paddle jack. Now, I'm mean, not saying that that i i don't think that parents uh should be able to paddle their kids or something like that i'm just saying that we've decided not to go that route good choice so if we if, if for whatever reason we sent jack to uh to kindergarten, and he was, he was a bad little boy, and they decided to paddle him, you know, it would be a it would be a very big deal. We have never done such a thing. I, yeah. I, you know, I wonder what it would be like if I just said, you know, I'm sorry, uh, bureaucrat, you've uh, stepped over your line here, and you're going to need a paddling. Bend over. Uh, yeah, and bend her over and paddle her little butt for it. I mean, that's going to be, what, a felony? It's assault on a, oh, yeah. a, a, a union worker, a government you union worker. Probably You'll get, get one, life in prison for that.
0: Probably get one charge of assault for each paddle. Uh, well, like, you know.
1: I'm going I'm going to have to spank her at least um give her one smack for mm-hmm. a smack of my kid another smack for um you know accepting stolen money through the uh, the government uh, coercion system uh, you know probably two or three yeah another one for not saying you're sorry
0: yeah 800-259-9231 so I will look for that mark I'll see if I can get that information for you here but let's continue Gene the Christian anarchist on the Amplines. you're on free talk live Gene
10: hi guys hey Ever heard of the uh, Gulf of Tonkin incident?
0: The Gulf of Tonkin incident, that's the incident that was used as the <laughs> excuse. You all right? You didn't fall down, did you?
10: Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Sounds no, like a no, there's a car over here just started.
0: The, uh, the Gulf of Tonkin was the incident that was used as the excuse to, to pretty much kick off the, the Vietnam War, if I'm not mistaken.
10: Yeah, what do we know about it?
0: It was manufactured. Uh, they basically made it up. Yeah.
10: And what did we know about it when it happened?
0: Probably, we thought it to be real. Yeah, they probably... Pre- you know, acted as though yeah. it were true.
10: So, 30 years later, we find out the real truth behind what actually happened at Gulf of Tonkin. Yes. Now, the, the reason that I'm pointing this out is I could point out at least 100 other incidents, including the, you know, the, uh, the, the diseased blankets they gave to the Indians in the 1800s. So, there are all kinds of nasty little things that men in power have done mm-hmm. in order to change policy or to manipulate people. So the, the point I'm getting at is uh, these guys that are showing up and doing these crazy things, some of them, uh, now I haven't really looked into this latest shooter guy, but I did look into the airplane guy because I'm kind of interested in that. And he had ties to, uh, he was a software designer and he did um, stuff for the military contractors and also had something to do with the remotely piloted aircraft uh, program, designing software for that. So the point I'm getting at is it's easy to make us look bad, to make the people that love liberty look bad and look like terrorists by taking people that are conveniently connected and conveniently uh, easy to manipulate and make them appear to do something that either they did or they didn't do. And what I'm getting at is that some of these things that that we're taking as truth are not truth. In fact, I'll tell you what, Gene, hang on. We'll let you express
0: yourself fully in moments. Hour number three is on the way. You can bring up anything. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. And we'll hear more from Gene on uh, this issue. Of course, you can bring up whatever's on your mind. 1-800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. Hour number three coming up shortly. This is Free Talk Live.
6: The legendary race into the Night, the world's fastest sports car racing, door-to-door for 12 hours in an epic showdown. Be there Saturday, March 20th at Sebring International Raceway. The 58th annual Mobile One, 12 Hours of Sebring, presented by Fresh from Florida, is coming March 20th. See Porsche, Corvette, Ferrari, Jaguar, BMW, Mazda, Acura, and other world-class racing teams. Battle in America's toughest road race. Gates open on Wednesday, March 17th. Order your tickets today. Call 800 626 626 268 or visit sebringraceway.com. See the cars and stars of the American Le Mans Series, seven supporting races, vintage race cars, driver autograph sessions, the party zone, and much more. Four days of family fun at Sebring. Children 12 and under admitted free. For more info, visit sebringraceway.com. The 58th Annual Mobile One, 12 Hours of Sebring. Presented by Fresh from Florida. March 20th is the date. Sebring is the place. Order your tickets at sebringraceway.com.
0: It's Free Talk Live. We are kicking off the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Julia. And Mark. Julia joining us for the remainder of the program. And, uh, of course, you're welcome to take control of the airwaves here as we continue. Gene, the Christian anarchist, is with us and, Gene, you called in. We managed to get you on right at the end of the last segment of uh, the most recent hour, so we've got brand-new listeners tuning in. If you could quickly recap what you were getting to, and then uh, do continue with your thoughts.
10: Well, uh, I had used the Gulf of Tonkin incident as well as uh, citing countless other incidents that uh, are unnamed at this time because it would take much of your airtime to show that in the past, The people in power, and I I hate to use the word government, but the people that hold the power have used incidents of deception in order to get their way, their change in policy or whatever they wanted to get. And uh, the point I was getting to was earlier when you were talking about this shooter guy, and I have not had a chance to really look into him at all. I did look into the airplane guy, and I found a few goofy things in that story, but what I believe currently is that when you see something released into the media, and, and the media no longer does any actual reporting, they just they just rewrite whatever the uh, the government types tell them. Mm-hmm. But anytime I see something released into the media, I instantly throw distrust eighty percent of it. So then you've got to try and weed through it and figure out where is the 20% truth and where is the 80% lie. Now, you actually locked on to one of the lies when you were reading the story, and it didn't take you long because you were familiar with marijuana. And you instantly locked on to the the part that you had personal knowledge could not possibly be true.
0: Right. You Uh, don't
10: have personal knowledge about the rest of the stuff in that story, which also is probably not true.
0: Yeah. Who, who knows what liberties they were taking with uh, with the truth there uh, for Julia she's just tuning in here uh, joining us and anybody else we're talking about what you're referencing is the guy that went to the Pentagon yesterday and started shooting at some of the guards they found marijuana in his car and uh, he was well known as a marijuana decriminalization or legalization advocate and so of course they're they're trying to draw a parallel between the use of marijuana and being a mad uh, a mad shooter
10: oh and it's could be that he is just a mad shooter, like they say. But it's extremely odd that he has he's fully armed with two nine millimeter weapons and pulls them out, has the jump on these guys, and only grazes a couple of them. I mean, that's either he's totally incompetent, or he was on drugs or something. And if he was on drugs, perhaps he was under the control of some handlers somewhere, some uh, some people that were manipulating him by loading him up with drugs and giving him crazy ideas we don't know well uh, yeah I wonder about that I wonder how
0: how far away he was from the guards uh, also the guards could also have been wearing uh, you know they could have been wearing body armor so that might have uh, might have prevented them from taking uh, a serious injury it, it's my understanding that he did wound a couple of them but neither have uh, have perished as a result of it so if, if he was far enough away, shooting with a handgun isn't the most accurate thing, especially if you're not shooting directly down the barrel and aiming it. If he just pulled a gun and started firing, there is a chance, you know, fairly good chance he he would miss depending on how far away well, he was. Well, the guards
1: themselves, the, the, you know, the guards expected him to be pulling a, an ID out of his pocket. He could have been right up on them. Certainly as, seemed honestly. like he might have been. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and then you yep, don't have to worry about body worried. armor.
10: And they were speaking to each other, so you you got to assume that they're not a hundred yards apart because uh, he was responding to their their verbal question about his ID.
0: The dialogue I saw up- the di- or excuse me the uh, the diagram I saw online did appear that he was in relatively close proximity to them. So, are you suggesting though that he was sent there with the instructions to just start shooting at the guards, but not necessarily attempt to kill them? Was that what you're getting at?
10: No, I mean, I am i don't really have a, a, an answer, but yeah. one, one thing that you could presuppose is that he was loaded up on psychotropic drugs by somebody who wanted to cause an incident and send him in there to do something for what? To get the policy that the government wants or that the people in power want. They want to be able to come down harder on people and do more snooping and Follow, follow people wherever they go and use cameras. And obviously this is the kind of thing that they need in order to get their policy accepted by the American people.
1: But and don't you think that there's going to be incidents convenient. anyway? I mean, you know, does it, it It seems absolutely yeah, they're, they're, they're going to happen, I came right? On
10: your, I came on your show a year ago and I predicted that there was going to be a whole lot more of these kind of things. In fact, I'm surprised that there weren't more, but this is not, this one is just too clumsy. It's not very well organized. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody who's thinking clearly.
0: Well, he may not have been thinking clearly. If he were thinking clearly, he likely wouldn't have come to the conclusion that it was a good idea to go and shoot at some guards at the Pentagon. <laughs> I think it's well, pretty clear, by clear he wasn't clearly, clear.
10: I'm by thinking clearly, I'm talking about somebody who has military training and goes out and actually... Uh, runs up a body count. That would be somebody who is competent at killing, and we've got a lot of military people that are competent at killing, but you don't see any of that happening. And I think well, you had that's the shooters, exactly you had the DC
0: shooters a few years ago.
10: They were fairly, they were more what I'm talking about now. No. If they, if and then that's the kind of thing that I was expecting to start happening, but these crazy, clumsy things, these are just. Uh, they t- they they just smell like they're set up. They're, they right. smell like they're just too okay. easy to catch. They do too little damage, and they're too convenient for for the men in power to use uh, to get their policies
0: through. It's an interesting suggestion, Gene. I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. What do you guys think? Uh, is it is it a setup? The, the the guy in Austin running his plane into the building, uh, the guy yesterday shooting at some guards at the Pentagon, just some crazy loon or setup or how do you feel? I, I agree
1: with Gene, uh, his previous statement, that there's going to be more and more of these incidents of violence as the government begins to crack down. You're going to find the canaries in the coal mine. Um, those, guys, those, those people, the ones that are sort of uh, you know, mentally on the verge, um, they're, they're sensitive to the ideas of liberty and they have no uh, – they, they, they don't know where to go or what to do about it. And those guys are going to blow up and they're going to do things like this.
4: I honestly don't even know what two stories you're talking about, which just goes to show how out of touch I become on the weekend when all I do is work, so I I need more of the story to have any sort of real opinion.
0: Well, yeah, what happened was uh, a few weeks ago now in Austin, Texas, a guy took his private plane and flew it into the side of an office building where the IRS had offices, and he left a six-page they call it a manifesto yes. you know, talking about why he did this and when you look at the when you look at his manifesto and i i look through most of it i didn't read all of it but i i looked through a good amount of it you know, there was a lot of stuff in there that i could absolutely agree with he was somebody that that took uh, time in his life to to uh, do what he was told you know work within the system to change things and he tried that and of course it didn't change anything and things uh, taxes kept going up and they screwed him in various different ways and so he probably felt like he was at the end of his rope. Uh, and in fact, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what he was feeling like. He felt like there was nothing else he could do besides... Choose violence, And then yesterday there was another guy that uh, shot some guards at the the Pentagon and, and he got iced uh, as a result of uh, of doing that. So within the past month, there have been two incidents, uh, two violent incidents of people who've been labeled as anti-government uh, going out and doing these things. And of course, we've talked extensively on this program about why violence isn't the answer and why the, the guy in Austin was incorrect in his conclusion that, well, nothing else works, so I'll get violent. Well, you haven't tried everything, and not that I, I think that you should try everything and then get violent. I don't think violence will ever bring about any kind of peace. Well, violence will.
4: I mean, now what? The guy's dead. So what yeah. kind of freedom is that? I mean, exactly. I, that just doesn't really seem like. And a, he had a
0: family. The guy with the plane had a family. He set his house on fire in advance of going to yeah. uh, to run the plane, into the plane. Clearly, that guy's uh, you know nuts. Right. I he don't.
4: had some issues but, other than being anti government or yeah. whatever.
1: And, and probably the best case scenario is that uh, the IRS agents are going to say, well, our lives are in danger. We need more fortified buildings. And they're going to, you know, use tax dollars in order to fortify IRS buildings so that their mm. bureaucrats are safe from the odd flying personal aircraft. Maybe they
0: could build some underground bunkers or right, something Right, like or something.
1: Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Um, send dominatrixes around with each one of them to uh, make sure that nobody gets near them. They'll just slap their <laughs> bullwhip at the people who get too close. Um, you know, but it, 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 they'll, they'll develop at the very least that, if not some other, you know, arduous tax you know, fed thing
0: That it yeah, you know, It'll be interesting to see what comes out of this, right? Because this guy didn't use an, a, a so-called assault weapon, he was just using 9mm handguns. And they're already talking about bringing an assault weapons ban back but what kind of proposals will come up as a result of this? Maybe uh, random stops in D.C. because he was driving a car he got there by driving a car. More coming up, this is Free Talk Live
7: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Carnation Evaporated Milk, the cooking milk that makes life richer. For rich and creamy recipes, visit us at thecookingmilk.com. We all have our roster of recipes, but eating the same dishes over and over becomes boring. Instead of throwing them out and starting from scratch, play with different ingredients to give new flavor to old standards. Try Thai spices instead of your usual Italian seasonings. That just might do the trick. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This
0: is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Julia. And Mark. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features. They're all free. The webcam is one of them. In fact, it's a cam and chat room all on the same page. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com to get interactive with other listeners and view and listen to the show. cam.freetalklive.com. Check out the Low Country Liberty Report. It's liberty-minded
1: news for liberty-minded folk. This Ridleyographer based in Savannah, Georgia, is currently doing a series where he's interviewing all the ladies of Liberty Alliance calendar girls. And you can find those lovely Lola ladies and their interviews at our very own freetalklive.com's Shrine of Female Listeners. You can find all the rest of the stories at lclreport.com and sometimes even on our new FTL website. Feel free to vote up his stories you like on the new FTL website at freetalklive.com.
0: All right. Our number here is 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Dustin is on the line in Delaware. Dustin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hey, can you hear me all right? Yes, Dustin. What's on your mind tonight?
8: Okay, uh, I remember a few days ago you discussed, uh, uh, something about in Orange, California, somebody had, um, you know, what was it? Their lawn was, uh, replaced with wood chips and they got fined
2: for it.
0: Yeah, they tore out all the grass uh, from their lawn. The city code enforcers got very upset. They attempted to appease them by putting some plants in, some kind of. It's basically a xeriscaping job where, essentially, they're very drought tolerant plants uh, require very very little water. And the uh, the folks were able to significantly reduce the amount of water they used every uh, every year, uh, or I guess in a year's year's time. And the city was very upset about it, uh, and they decided to charge them with, I believe, misdemeanor violations.
8: Okay, well, here in delaware uh the in the brainywine community newspaper here we got um Damon Morris's backyard brush pile is certified as a natural habitat by the Delaware Nature Society and National Wildlife Foundation, but that didn't stop Newcastle County code enforcement officers from ticketing her for it, so, <laughs> so apparently the bureaucrats they can't get their crap together, right. <laughs>
0: So wait a minute. She has a brush pile that has been certified by who? Uh,
8: national – wait, look. Delaware – both the uh, Delaware Nature Society and the National Wildlife Federation uh, certified it at the natural habitat. A how did that
0: happen? How, how, do,
8: what, how big is this brush pile? How, uh, I got a picture of it here. I can't tell exactly how big it is, but it doesn't really look that big at all. Maybe 10 feet by 10 feet about. <laughs>
0: So she's just got, been. So she's them. been. Wait a minute. Let's see if I'm understanding you here. She's been collecting her yard clippings and you know little spare branches and things like that, and just kind yeah, of yeah, just, throwing um, like it all t- throwing it all together. So, and and yeah. at some point, someone came out and certified that as a natural <laughs> habitat. That
8: is kind of crazy. But I think the crazier thing is she got in trouble for having it on our
0: lawn you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, i agree with you there
1: i know i think that the fact that they certified it as a natural habitat's the craziest part it's a little unbelievable it's, <laughs> it's weird that they would certify it as a natural habitat and then come out and give her <laughs> give her some trouble over it well, but well,
0: it was two different organizations
8: you
0: no know. no it wasn't it wasn't the bureaucrats that certified it it was a uh, private organization i oh, certified no, it no,
8: it was delaware Na- uh, nature well i don't know it, it might
0: have been you said the nature conservancy right It might semi-
8: the De- delaware nature what was it Delaware Nature Society and the uh, National private. Wildlife Federation. Both of those are I private don't know if organizations. Part of the government or not? Yeah, those
0: are both. The, f- uh, those both. Uh, the, I know that the WWF uh, is a private organization. And... Oh,
8: that says National Wildlife Found- Federation, not the World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah. I don't know the
0: difference. They, they well, don't sound like fine. federal bureaucracies to if me. If
1: they certified fire ants, my yard in Florida would have
0: been uh, would have been a natural habitat. So, what is she facing over this? A fine? uh
8: yeah i think it was a hundred she said they got ticketed uh constantly i think it was a hundred fifty dollar fine i don't know i don't i can't remember how many times they said they got ticketed for it but uh, maybe one of those things where she
0: she gets hit every single day that that it exists they do that (laughs) they do that every day but no they do uh,
8: that here's here's another funny thing uh to challenge it let me see uh after the administrative review upheld the fines, the couple was forced to pay a non-refundable $500 fee to appear before the county's Board of License and Review, where ultimately a couple was told the brush pile was code compliant and could stay. So they won the case, but they still had to pay $500.
1: So, Crazy. Yeah, that's, that's all they wanted. Yeah, that's that's how they work. You know, they give us
0: the money. Yeah, you can have your brush pile now. You, we've gotten $500. Yeah, you can, you. you can keep the big pile of trash in your backyard. It was a problem before, but now it's not a problem anymore. Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate the story, dude. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Let's uh, talk to Jim, listening to WVTS in Charleston. Jim, you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Hey, guys. How you doing?
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
11: Well, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Don't you think it's uh, pretty bad that we've gotten to the point that, uh, that we're resorting to violence now because of our government? Who's we? I'm talking, I mean, just. As far as we, okay, uh, the guy who was playing into the, uh, into the building in Texas, you know, the guy that shot the, at the Pentagon, I mean, it's just... I'm not necessarily saying, you know, obviously those guys had, you know, some different problems than that. But, I mean, what was the trigger? I mean, the trigger was everything that's going on with the, with the government. I mean, we've gotten to the point to where we don't trust our government. We've got to the point to where we have no confidence in our government. And, I mean, it's just... The, their, their trigger points, I mean, like I said, obviously they had some sort of a, some sort of another problem, but I mean, it, it's trigger points is what I think, you know, what I'm talking about. I and mean, then who's to say that, you know, some perfectly sane person like you or I will get to the, get to a point, you know, and where it's just. All collapses, and then we're all doing the same thing.
1: Yeah, I think that there's there's plenty of news stories out there where some some guy who's really you know just would, if if he would have been left alone, he would have just been your normal everyday guy. But he got pushed to the point. Um, that, you know, he was ready to go off. And, and that really is the nature of government. Government is force. And, uh, uh, you know, we're sort of we're sort of taught that the only way to handle somebody who's who's uh, bullying you is to, you know, to to lash back. I mean, you know, when you when you see the when you when we saw the television shows when we were a kid, the way that you handled the bully was punching him in the nose.
11: Right, exactly. I mean, you know, that's not necessarily, you know, and I'm not saying that's necessarily, you know, the best thing to do. I mean, you know, we live in a world where we try to compromise and where we try to keep, you know, peace. And, you know, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not a really big, you know, I'm not really big in the government. I've, you know, I've dabbled here and there, you know, as far as in school, you know, read the newspapers and stuff like that. But here in the past, you know, I'd say two or three years, I've got really more involved with it. And, I mean, just... You know, seeing what's going on today got me going. Okay, well, let's go back in history. Let's 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 have a little history lesson here. Let's see how the government's gone through the years. And I can honestly say that I don't. I have, from what I've read, what I've studied, everything I see. I have honestly haven't seen a time where it's been as bad as it is today with our government. I mean, we're so our rights. I mean, I, I don't want to sound like some kind of crazy leftist, you know, or some kind of guy that's just like. Completely and totally off his rocker, and you know, uh, but I mean, it's just to the point now to where, uh, where,
0: where, is it? what, what, what do we do? Well, I mean, that, that, know, that I think, have an answer for. But Julia, <laughs> did you want to jump in with something?
4: Oh well, I was just going to say because you were talking about people snapping it, reminded me of uh, something that happened here locally maybe a year ago. There was a man who lived in Troy, which is a very small. Town outside of a small city of Keene, and he ran his car into the side of the police station because I think they kept charging him or something for tickets that he couldn't afford, and he just snapped and and, it and, it. and yep.
0: Well, we'll come back here, Jim, if you want to hang on. We can uh, continue this conversation because he did ask, you know, what the solution is, what to do about this. Uh, I know we're going to sound repetitive with our solution, but not everyone has heard it. So we'll talk about it. Hang on, Jim. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. And what do you think that uh, should be done about the ever-encroaching state? Free Talk Live This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll free at 800-259-9231. The Sakel CAI toll free line 1-800-259-9231 tonight. It's Ian with you. And Julia and Mark you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features they are free. They include our archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download. They are yours right there on the front page of the website. And back in the podcast all the way to Ju- uh, excuse me, not June, but uh, January of 2009, so you can just go back months and months and months and download as much as you would like, all for free at freetalklive.com. We've been talking about government schools uh, off and on tonight. And indeed, the 12-year process of government education has a dramatic effect on the mind of a child. When we enter school, many of our best personal attributes are already in place. We're curious, innovative, unique, creative, and hopeful in ways that many of us are rarely able to replicate throughout the rest of our lives. But over time, school sucks those natural gifts out of too many people and replaces them with predictability, obedience, and apathy. Oh, and it's also funded by theft. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. You can visit com to learn more. That's com. We're back with Jim in Charleston. I believe you're still with us. Jim, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here, guys. Yep, you're listening on uh, WVTS there in Charleston. Now, you were explaining a, f- a few moments ago that you're relatively new to uh, the area of, of paying attention to, you know, kind of the, uh, I guess, the... The, the realm of government and what they do to people. And, and you, within the last few years, you've really kind of picked up and, and alerted to that. Would that be accurate a uh, recap it, of what you said?
11: Exactly. I'm just a lay person when it comes to
0: politics. <laughs> I'm a lay person, too. I just happen to have a microphone uh, in, in front of me. <laughs> And, and I have been doing this for my my whole uh, adult life. Uh, you know, when I first realized that government was not out to uh, to keep people safe was when I was in high school and I was introduced to, uh, to cannabis. And that was when I first realized that, well, they've been lying to me. And I started wondering what other things they were lying about. And it turns out pretty much everything. Uh, yeah. S- so – I can understand where you're coming from the frustration of, of looking out there and seeing that things just keep getting worse, uh, taxes keep going up, the regulations continue to increase the amount of things yep. that you can be arrested for that don't actually involve anybody getting harmed uh, continues to increase the penalties become more draconian over time, it's just the it's just ludicrous when you look at it all, and a lot of people are frustrated by it, we talked about some uh, some surveys, some polls recently on the show I don't recall the exact statistics, but super majorities of Americans are less than satisfied with the government. They are very upset. They, Demo- exactly. Democrats and Republicans, uh, none of them like the federal government. They, they feel completely separated from them. And I think a lot of people are in your shoes where they have identified that there are some serious problems, but they are frustrated by not really knowing what to do about it.
4: I feel like most people on, on, just automatically, probably because it's taught to us from such a young age, their their sort of response to that is well we just need a different government we need our government you know what I mean like it's sort of like we hate government the way it is but if it was just me in charge it would be a
0: little different. Jim, you were saying. Sorry.
11: Well, uh, let me give you a little example of just a few things. This is just state just just in state government, okay? Sure. Here in here in West Virginia, uh, where I'm at in, in Charleston, uh, there is a smoking ban. Now, okay, we all know the dangers of cigarettes. It's been put out there, you know, and all this. You know, people choose to smoke if they want to smoke. You know, that's a choice. Yes. So we have this smoking ban that you can't go into a bar. There's not a single bar in uh, in this county that I'm in. It's Kanawha County. Uh, that's, you can't go in a single bar. You can't smoke in any bars. If you do smoke in that bar, if the owner of that bar allows you to smoke in that bar, and the health department comes in and does their random checks, yep. Uh, you know, uh, then the bar owner is fine. Well, well we have one that could...
0: There, I'm sorry there used to be a guy and I don't know if you were going to get to this but Kerry Paco Ellison from the Blackhawk saloon there in uh in Charleston did stand exactly. up against them
11: exactly at that and he went up against them but they pulled his liquor license
0: yep oh yeah
11: and and it's like okay there goes his there goes his way to make a living yeah okay that 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 was his that was his living okay so the government's like okay you can't smoke Okay, well, I don't agree with that. I think it's taken away from my rights. I, so I can have people smoke if they don't like it. They can go outside if they don't exactly. like it. Exactly, it's your bar. Come. So, okay, it's like, well, no, that's not good enough. Since you're not going to abide by the smoking ban, we're going to take the only way that you have to make a living. We're going to take it away from you. So, there, yeah. now what are you going to do? Well, you have to bow to the government if you want to make a living. That's right. I mean, and to me, that is just it's, – it's a sad day when we can't make a decision. When, when we as a people cannot make our own decisions and the government thinks that they can make better decisions for us, I mean, who are these people
0: they're that are strangers. saying
11: that we can make a better decision they're for
0: you? They're strangers. I don't know who they are. I don't know anybody in uh, you know Washington, D.C. or Concord, New Hampshire. I don't know who those people are, and I certainly didn't right. choose them to, uh, to control my life.
11: And I don't want to jump on the thing of, you know, you know all politicians are just sneaky and everything. But, I mean, look at – I mean, look at – every day in the news, there's another politician doing something, you know, wrong, doing something crooked, doing something underhanded, something that, you know, you're not supposed to do. But they're the ones that are going to tell me that I can't go to – I don't smoke. I mean, I don't. You know, I choose not to. I don't smoke. But he's going to tell me that I can't go into a bar or she, is going to tell me that I can't go into a bar and light up a cigarette.
0: You know where the problem came in? uh, The problem came in Whenever the first regulation came and people uh, decided they were going to put up with it, when uh, when Carrie Ellison and all the rest of the bar owners in Charleston there went and got their liquor license, then they were essentially bowing down to the state and saying, "Well, we we'll had to if you wanted
1: to open a bar." Well,
0: right. If you don't get the liquor license, then they send men with guns in to stop you from uh, from opening your bar. And so it's just that if if nobody, if, if Americans law, whenever it was that they first came up with liquor licenses, if Americans said it the was hell after with prohibition. You. The hell with you. We're not going to – what are you talking about? This is my bar. I'll serve whoever I want to. Get the hell out of here. I mean, if most people were responding to the government with that kind of attitude, like, look, I don't want your services. Go away, uh, then they never would have been able to get the foothold that they have uh, in order to continue to create more and more and more rules for people to follow. So we find ourselves in an undesirable, very undesirable position of being surrounded by bureaucracy, just uh, just mired in all kinds of micromanaging rules, and then looking and saying, to, saying to ourselves well we've had enough we're willing to do something about it but now we're so uh, caught in this system that uh, you know like like Carrie, Carrie Ellison found out you say no to an absurd rule that they're trying to foist upon you and they pull your ability to even make a living as a as a result exactly. of that
11: the government is turning good law abiding citizens into criminals sure that's is that's what's happening what? that is exactly what's happening
1: it's profitable yeah,
11: exactly. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's profitable. I mean, you know, I, I was in the military. I was in Iraq. Um, uh, you know, I'm a veteran. Uh, I came back home, and, uh, you know, it was right around the beginning of everything. It was going, you know, uh, we, I mean, uh, right around when, you know, everything was, was just going to pot. And, uh, you know, I had to fight. I mean, it was unbelievable how much I had to fight to get the competition. To get my my, my benefits mm. that was that was owed to me from the government, you know, I I got blown up in an IED, oh, place, you know, um, and uh, well, you know, and I'm I'm not saying that because you know that was my choice to join the military. That was my job. That's what I was supposed to do. I was you know I was doing what I promised and signed up to do. And you know, I don't, and I don't tell people that, you know, right. to get sympathy or anything, because but, that's just, you right, know, right. But
0: yeah, you made a promise, and so did they. They promised that they were going to take care of your medical bills, and you're right. There are stories, after, story after story, of, of veterans essentially seeking the benefits they were promised and being told, "Well, sorry, but you don't qualify because of da 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 da." Exactly. It's like, <laughs> well,
11: you know, you you don't have enough, you, you don't have enough wrong with you, you know, to get this, you know, or or you got, you, you know, you didn't. It's like okay, you know, I, <laughs> you're telling me that I don't have enough wrong with me, so I can't, uh, so I don't qualify for this. Or they'll know, discharge
0: so. you from the military with a certain kind of kind of discharge that essentially just disqualifies you from getting any kind of treatment. I mean, there've been so many stories out there, and of course, there's also people that thought they were going to get the military to pay for their college, and there's all kinds of strings attached to that. And basically, oh, don't
11: the, the, get me started on that. Right, oh, the basically. The GI the, bill?
0: I wish we could go on, but essentially, you know, the government can change the rules at any time. It's the same thing with Social Security. Uh, you know, exactly. we'll, we'll just we'll just raise the amount we take from you and we'll uh, raise the age of retirement. And so if you don't like it, well, too bad. We've already got your money. Uh, if you don't like it too bad, you already lost your arm or whatever. I mean, it's just crazy. So the solution we have to, we still have to get to the solution part here. Jim, thank you for the call. I appreciate the discussion. Glad you're out there. And sorry to hear that uh, the state screwed you over. That's what they do, though. That's what they do. 800-259-9231. And I know that's not what you thought you were fighting for, but it was. Uh, You can bring up anything here at 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. We'll come up with solutions uh, here in a moment. You may not like them, though. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Perhaps enough time for your call if you make it now at 800-259-9231. The Sekels CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Enjoying the program? Well, you want to help support Free Talk Live? You can do that. Learn how to promote the show over at promote.freetalklive.com. Help us get on more stations, get uh, into more people's ears around the world, via the internet. Promote.freetalklive.com. We're going to get back to the phone calls here, but real quick, some solutions for the ever encroaching, ever oppressive state that just continues to grow and suck more of your wealth away from you and put it into who knows what uh, programs and silly nonsense. My favorite solution is, of course, the Free State Project. If you love liberty, and that means that you understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others to be free, that uh, freedom means that you are free to live your life how you want so long as you don't harm somebody else. If you love liberty and you're really willing to do something, go to freestateproject.org and become a Free State Project participant and then make the move to New Hampshire and join up with hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented individuals. The three of us uh, are Free State Project participants. We made the move here from Florida a few years ago. It's been a great experience so far. Getting together with like-minded people is going to be the key to whatever it is that happens next. Whether that's you know doing politics, which is being done here and it's being done effectively because we have the people to do it, the uh, the dedicated activists on the ground. We're doing things like yeah. civil disobedience and non-cooperation because what we've seen here and what Jim was pointing out before is that you've got the cornered animal situation where man is an animal, and when you when cornered animals feel like they're trapped, they tend to. Lash out. They tend to bite. You know, they're they're going to get violent against whoever it is that's uh, that's trapping them. And uh, that's what we're seeing happen with the the plane crash and the thing at the Pentagon yesterday. And as we talked about, that's not the right thing to do. It's not going to bring about peace. It's not going to bring about an end to government. In fact, it's going to feed the government. It's going to give the government more reason to grow and uh, and to you know metastasize and mutate and, and take over more things and become even more uh, controlling. So instead of uh, being a cornered animal that bites out of it, out at its master, maybe you should just take a poop on the floor or something like that. You know, it's a kind of the uh, that's my analogy for uh, for civil disobedience. You know, something that's not going to actually hurt people, but it's going to cause a problem. It's going to throw a wrench into uh, into the works. I think that having a movement of non-cooperation where Americans basically say, "Yeah, we don't want your services anymore. I'm not going to take any benefits from you, but I'm also not going to go along with your uh, your programs. I'm not going to obey." And you don't have to do it on everything. I think a, a good first step for some is to say no to the census. That would be a good first step, I think, for uh, for people. Now, it doesn't mean that there wouldn't be consequences. They're threatening people. They're saying they might be putting people in jail. I but it's never good. happened, that I know of at least. We've got a guy that listens to the show, com. He uh, was approached with one of the American community surveys. He refused to give them any answers whatsoever. They threatened him, they threatened him, they threatened him, and then they left him alone. So that would be, I think, a good little uh, first step, if you will, a good first foray into the world of non cooperation. Because if you don't go along with their demands, then what are they going to do? All they have is the threat of a cage. And if you are with other people that aren't going along with their demands, like here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, then they really start running out of options because if they've got a growing group of people that's just not going along with their demands anymore, they lose all their power because their power, for the most part, rests on your uh, on your obedience, on your willingness to do whatever it is that they tell you to. Let's go to your phone calls here. Eugene listening in uh, Vermont to WNMR. Eugene, you're on Free Talk Live.
3: That's right, Burlington, Vermont. You know, I have a whole different take on this. I really, I really think that uh, one of the reasons we're seeing all these people act out is because you've got people like Glenn Beck, Michael Savage, Rush Limbaugh. I was just listening to uh, Michael Savage, and he's comparing uh, he compared uh, Barack Obama to uh, a Hitler-like dictator, and then and then what do you have? You have people calling in and saying, "Oh, Michael, you're so right. He's a dictator." And it's like, wake up, look around. What I I would like to hear somebody on your panel there tell me what right has been impinged on them since Barack Obama has taken
1: office. How about the right to keep my money?
0: Oh no, no, Have Mark, that been? was impinged. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's been impinged. Barack Obama is as much of a dictator as George W. Bush. Oh yeah, was a yeah, dictator. absolutely.
3: It, I, I never called George Bush a dictator, and I'm not going to start calling Barack Obama a dictator because you know why? Neither of these men
0: are dictators. You, you, they, they're, they're not would, how, they're how, about thug? Like, how about head thug? Yeah, they're,
1: they're not dictators. They're they're the head of a of, of an organization that uses violence to get what it's what it wants.
3: Oh come on.
1: What do what you and, hold on just and, a second? And, and you don't think that's you, true?
3: And how would you characterize that? Meaning the military action in Iraq?
1: No, no, I'm, I'm talking about try not paying your taxes and see if you don't have violence enacted upon oh, you. Oh,
3: that's, that's been going on since the IRS was initiated. That doesn't make so, it
1: okay, dude.
3: Yeah, but they but for you to say that this is some new thing that's coming up Nobody no. Said who new. said
1: that was new? Didn't we just say that George Bush was the same as Barack Obama? Isn't that good enough for you? They're all thugs, dude.
3: All yeah, them. but in the last ten years, how many times have you seen people flying uh, airplanes into buildings and shooting up the Pentagon? That hasn't gone on. Why? Well, how many times you did you have, see it?
1: How many times you did you see it in the ten years like, prior to that? I mean, it doesn't happen that often.
3: The reason the reason this is happening is because you you've got people like this who go on the radio every day and incite people to do these things.
0: And that's I, don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the case. The guy in Austin was uh, considered a leftist.
3: Yeah, and he was incited by who? Oh, Glenn Beck saying that, why, oh, the Glenn, IRS is, why is coming Glenn to get Beck, you. Oh, oh, why is a leftist oh,
1: – what makes you think he's listening to Glenn Beck? Do you have any evidence of that?
3: No, do you have any evidence to the contrary?
1: He's a, he was considered a leftist. There's my evidence.
3: Oh, and, and – I'm a leftist. I listen to Gladbeck every day. I want and to and Apparently, you boss. don't like
0: what he says, you, right? But do you take yeah, him seriously? I
3: think he's, I think he's a fear uh, monger and a, and a smear
1: merchant. Yeah, that's because he's a right guy. He's a guy. He's a righty. Leftists aren't generally
0: going to listen to righties. Do you understand? Like, as, as in, take him seriously as far as doing what they're suggesting. Oh,
3: I, you're you're absolutely wrong. You're living in you're living in dream world. I listen to the. I'm I'm probably the biggest leftist out of everybody I I, I work I didn't with. Understand no uh, what you call
5: can it, uh, I try again
1: you, can I, you use the term try, listen and you I, uh, yeah I, I guess listen they are not going to react in a positive fashion that's what i mean by listen they're not going to say that glenn beck is correct because glenn beck is a righty why would a leftist think that a righty is uh correct have you ever listened to glenn beck of course i have do
3: you think he's correct
1: um sometimes i think that some issues he is sometimes some issues he's not
3: Give me mean, what issue do you think he's correct
1: on? What does that have to do with anything to the with the guy flying
3: well, you're into the try, plane? You're, tr- you're, trying to, you're trying to say that uh, because I, I'm a leftist, I can't listen to Glenn Beck.
1: You can if listen to him. Eye.
4: I don't think that was ever said.
1: You can listen to anything you want to listen to. Julia, you've listened to Glenn Beck.
4: Um, I've only listened to Glenn Beck a few times, and honestly, I thought that, like, political views aside, he was kind of entertaining in the way that he yeah. speaks. You know what I mean? And he, like, makes fun of people, and, like, he's a jerk, and that's just kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, cute you cute
0: little leftist. You cute little leftist. Yeah.
4: Uh, but.
0: But would you do whatever he said? I mean, no. Glenn Beck?
4: No, I wouldn't.
0: So, yeah. What would you do about it? What do you want to do about Glenn Beck and, and you, Savage?
3: And when you hear, and when you hear Glenn Beck saying, "We got to take the country back. We got to, we've got to defeat, defeat the president. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to organize. We got to uh, do all these things." You don't think that's inciting inciting people to react?
0: I don't think it's inciting violence, necessarily. No, I don't. I mean, people have been saying the same stuff. Whether, it, whether it's Republicans or Democrats that are in office, the opposition side always says, we got to get together, we got to stop this, we got to get <laughs> those guys out of there. I mean, it's always the same thing over and over again. Tell you what, Eugene, call us back tomorrow night. We're on uh, three hours a night there in uh, in Vermont, and we'd love to hear from you when we have more time to talk with you, because we're almost out of it. But let's get to Leon quickly, uh, listening in State College, Pennsylvania, to WRSC AM. Leon, you're on Free Talk Live.
12: Hi, I want to talk about government thuggery. Three different things in answer to uh, what the previous caller gave. Certainly. I got two things to say there. Ruby Ridge and Waco. But my own personal case, my brother is a remodeler. Uh, he went into a certain small city, and um, he was just changing a door for a woman, an internal door in a house. Knock on a door. Woman brought a man back. He says, I work for the city with inspector, whatever he was. He said, um, you have a permit to uh, to be doing this work. Oh, he said, gosh. no. He said, uh, you got two options. You can write a check out to the city for fifteen hundred dollars, so or you can give me two hundred and fifty dollars cash. Take your pick. Well, my brother gave him the cash and he said, Don't ever let me catch you in this city without a license.
0: Wow. Crazy. What's the third point? That was the third point.
12: Well that was the, the that, Ruby well, that was, was yeah, the, that was The, oh, the, the, go, go, the, go, the go, other go, thing go, one I want to talk about got nothing to do with that, but the uh, current budget of Pennsylvania, thirty nine percent of our current budget is for welfare. Now, what company could stay in business if 39% of their gross receipts went out to employees who never showed up for work? It's unsustainable. And what my big beef with socialism is, it's stealing. It's taken from one person and given to another. It is stealing, and the government does it with a gun because if you don't, they will come and take your stuff. And that I'd, is so I'd true. I'd like to Leon. point
1: out that what the Fabian socialists in uh, in the early uh, 1900s in uh, Great Britain considered to be socialism was government, because all government is socialism. It doesn't matter whether it's a militaristic socialism, whether it's uh, post office socialism, whether it's you know whatever, or uh, if it's
0: fascism, it's yeah. still violence against
1: uh, people. Well, fascism still socialism.
0: We are out of time. Hey, thanks for the call, Leon. Appreciate hearing from you, Julia. Thanks for coming in tonight, and Mark. As always,
1: thank you. Kiss, kiss.
0: All right. There's more coming up here uh, tomorrow night. Join us online. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com.